0: So the other night, uh-huh. I decided, fuck it, I'm going to th- uh, fire up 3WS. What is 3WS? 3WS is the uh, oldies radio station in Pittsburgh <laughs> that, when Christmas rolls around in Pittsburgh, 3D- uh, 3WS changes from being just an oldies uh, radio station to just nothing but Christmas music oh, all man. year round. And mostly old Christmas stuff, too, like Motown from the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Uh, now, because uh, time has continued to march forward enough, oldies are yeah. considered any kind of music before the year two thousand. Exactly, it's not entirely old Motown Christmas classics yeah. and stuff. Sometimes it's like Celine Dion and shit like that. But yeah, I forgot that like every radio station in the world now you can just listen to it on the internet. Yeah, but it's kind of funny just to like listen to yeah. stuff like this. Uh, the funny thing is. I have an affinity for crappy Christmas music. So do I. Because, well, I grew up in, like all white
1: trash and stuff like yeah. that.
0: And so everyone's like, like. Fuck good Christmas music. I love good Christmas <laughs> music. But I have such fond memories of like going to flea market stuff as a Christmas. Yeah. And like you just hearing like all the kind of tinny old Christmas music yeah. like, in the distant background and stuff like that. It's just a, such a sentimental kind of thing.
1: Exactly. That yeah,
0: I fired that up while I was like wrapping Christmas gifts the other night. Good idea. I was Bill. dancing. And the only reason I bring this up because annie's completely not in the Christmas mood right now. I you should see not. Annie right now. <laughs> annie's not in a sour mood or like no, a I'm Grinch a, you're in not in a, a Grinch mood you're just in a tired I just want to sleep forever kind <laughs>
1: of mood my work situation is not great right now uh, I've not slept in a couple of days I have the bad brains bad yeah and Christmas just does not feel like a Christmas jingle, this year jingle. So. <laughs> Yeah. Though, it's depression the one way, time
2: in the city.
1: <laughs> man. So I, uh, um, when I get when my get real bad, bad brained, um, I have a nervous tick where I verbally interrupt my my self loathing inner monologue, I, yeah. like out loud, and I picked this up from my dad. And usually it's an expletive or I say something diminishing about myself, but <laughs> lately. <laughs> And the the trouble is I'll do that at home But sometimes I find myself doing it in public Which is not okay It's not saying you can do it at work or anything like that Well lately it's evolved My tick has evolved where I start meowing (laughs) Out loud I'll just go meow 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 (laughs) Meow I was in the bathroom the other day at work and I just like I was I And was there's what?
0: Like, there's more than one one stall in there, yeah, so you there's can't, there's can't three be embarrassing to yourself in public private,
1: yeah. Uh I just was like, you know, I just like feel my, my brain just go going in a high drive and, just, oh, no. and I just go, meow meow, 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 meow just to shut my brain up for a second. So you're like, like a self loathing oh, Daniel striped tiger. <laughs> <laughs> meow 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 meow. Fuck you, motherfucking. Oh uh, yeah, I've got the bad Brain part, but so, like, so,
0: so you interrupt yourself with meows? Yeah. Oh, when you're thinking about. the I talked to my
1: therapist about this actually because my a uh, uh, couple months ago because I've I've done this and I picked up for my father and it always um uh kind of weird me out. Your, da- your dad doesn't do the meowing though. Right? No, my father does not meow. <laughs> Father's not meow, but um, he'll uh. He'll Sorry, guys. We're eating, we're eating Hershey's truffles. I'm just opening it, my friend. It's yeah. Aside, but uh, uh I talked to my therapist, but I'm like, no, 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 that's healthy. In fact, we would teach you to do that because it's just a way to interrupt. Yeah, that's not a thoughts. bad thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not great when you're standing at the street corner and just suddenly like meow 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 meow. meow. <laughs> just- <laughs> So, anyway, ah, this Annie, is my do you want slow to borrow
0: the into Madness? Annie, do you want to borrow the Wii U and you can borrow the new uh, 3D Mario World? Because you do
1: get a cat you suit. Get, it's a cat suit, that's all you need. Actually, you shape meow at the title screen. I don't need a cat suit in that because I have a cat suit in the game that my wife and I have been obsessed with over the last week. Long ago, on the advice of a friend, I downloaded this game called Long Live the Queen. Did I talk about this at all in the no, podcast? I don't think so. So Long Live the Queen. Yeah, I thought you
0: were talking about Assassin's Creed for a second. Like a cat suit? like no. I picture, Like like a sexy, like... Long
1: Live the Queen is a game in which you play a young princess whose mother is dead and you're just with your father mm-hmm. and your coronation as queen is in a few months. And the goal of this game is to survive to your coronation (laughs) because there are all sorts of political machinations around you and people who want to kill you or forces in the world that want to kill you. Mm -hmm. So the way that you progress through this game is kind of presented, it's vaguely visual novel-ish, is that each week you decide what classes you're going to take And your classes increase your skills in various things. So, like, I could take a class on dance. Oh, this is actually pretty cool, yeah. If a dancing scenario comes up, then I'm, I'm aces. Or I can learn naval strategy. So if my kingdom is attacked at sea, I'm prepared. Or I can learn about poisons. So if someone tries to poison me, I can identify it. But you only have so much time, and on top of that, your um, what happens in your life affects your mood, and your mood affects how inclined you are to learn things. So, like if you're if you're depressed, you might find solace in faith. So, learning about faith and hmm. lore and that sort of stuff, you'll learn more faster. But if you're depressed, then maybe you're not inclined to dance. So, if you take dance classes, you will progress very slowly. It's very intimidating I've on the heard face of, this. of it, Okay, well, because I'm Like you go, you see this classes screen. That's just this. It looks like some sort of terrible like chart. It's just this giant array of all these things you can learn, and then learning it. Like seeing your skills. It's just like a weird game. Uh, it's, it's a great little indie game, but what's funny is that as you hmm. progress, and There's as There's a free you, trial
0: for it that you can download uh, for free, too. I yeah.
1: downloaded it, and I was like, fuck this, and it never, it took me like six months to pick it up again, and then my wife and I became obsessed with it. <laughs> as you, um, specialize in certain skills, then you get costumes, so like, if you specialize in intrigue, yeah. then you get a cat suit. And a monocle for no reason. If you specialize in finances, then you get a tuxedo and a monocle for no apparent reason. If you specialize in faith, you get, like, priest garbs. If you specialize in, in um, creativity, then you get, like, a tutu. Does the clothing
0: actually impact the game at
1: all? The, whole, the clothing boosts your stats in that area. Okay. So like if you're wearing your priest robes and your faith related things, you learn them faster. Because the goal is you want to learn as much as possible so that whatever challenges come your way, you're prepared to face them. And depending hmm. on what you've learned and the choices that you make day by day and how you interact with your Uh, with the commoners and how you interact with the other royals will affect what happens next like and there are all sorts of different endings to this game Um, the first time we won we won by being a uh, sporty accountant lesbian (laughs) Uh, the next time we won, we were a super powerful magic warrior.
0: What kind of env- environment does this game take place? Is it like Final Fantasy medieval shit? Or it's, what? A,
1: yeah, it's a generically fantasy medieval kingdom, vaguely. It
0: can be a lesbian accountant in a cat Well,
1: suit. it's like I say lesbian, but it's like when you. What, the reason why I say that is that when you you did not, you turn down all advances and uh, when you're at a ball you dance with a woman and then during the epilogue it's like oh and you you know you see this woman every once in everyone's while. Yeah, you, know, you just hang out, but yeah, it's like it's it's a very light game, but it's very enjoyable. It's a really fast play, and it really um, encourages replaying because like your tight ty- the tiniest choices you make or skills you develop will alter things.
0: We should make our own spinoff game called Lucille's Lesbian Army. It's just like you're just lesbian commander of this queen, uh-huh. queen of this lesbian kingdom. You just have to big old big build the biggest fucking army in the world and you just take over. I'm just
1: or you can just play Long Live the Queen and do exactly that. <laughs> but no! You can have like a whole lesbian army and like little dapper
0: hats. It could be like kind of fashionable, kinda cool and badass, but like it'd be like something from your tumbler. Your <coughs> lesbian fashion to the stuff you Tumblr. Sure. Um <coughs> I just picture like it's the Wizard of Oz, <coughs> and he's gonna die on a on a mint truffle. <coughs>
1: You're Damn, okay? point would you had up my poison skill been higher, I would have seen that coming. <laughs> but anyway, it's the music is really cute and uh, the art design is it's very animated, it's very charming and what's funny is that I um my wife and I were just kinda having a low night, so I told her, Well, why don't you play this game? And I'll just kinda sit over your shoulder. Because like I wanna play games like Analog Hate Story and, and Hate Plus with her. But it's hard to play um, such a reading-intensive thing with someone else. Especially if, you know, you have different reading speeds. And, like, we tried reading things aloud to each other. But, you know, that gets old very quickly. So I read a little faster than she does, and also, you know, that sort of thing, I've already played it, so mm-hmm. she can experience it anyway, so she just played it, and I kind of just ran over her shoulder and advised her. We had so much fucking fun, we wound up playing this game for, like, three hours. How long does it take to go have a
0: playthrough of the game?
1: It depends on the choices you make, because you can die pretty quickly if you fuck up. Oh, have you played Namco High I played a, a tiniest bit. I need to sit down and, and so play So I guess that is a
0: visual novel dating game. It
1: is. I'm actually really excited about it because the, um, I'm excited about the caliber of folks who are involved. Yeah. Um, it's an intriguing concept. So, so Namco, yeah, people, hi for the listeners at home. And yeah. Namco just went to all these um, comics people and said, we want you to write and draw a, um, a visual novel involving all these various and sundry Namco characters. So the president is Dig Dug, or should be the principal's Dig Dug. You play a cousin from Katamari. You can date I don't know half a ship of these from Galaga, ca- more than half of these characters.
0: I'm like, it's Larry and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I have no. That's I think what? I named just named all the characters. I, I haven't
0: realized a lot of these characters are all from old uh, Namco uh, console and arcade games that yeah. have been reimagined. Like yeah. there's like this sexy, not you know it's supposed to be super sexy, but there's like this 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 big red-headed scientist guy yeah who is the adult version of like this tiny little red-headed kid from a video game from like 1985
2: well, what's and so is they that, kind of
0: reimagined him as, as this big hunky guy you can date. So, like, it, the, yeah. the, the character, a lot of the characters in this game, I assume, are not necessarily characters as they appear in the original game. But well, kinda, see, like, that's what's brilliant, yeah.
1: is they went to all these different webcomic artists and they they gave them each a character. And yeah. they said, we want you to draw... Because when you play a visual novel, like, you have a character who's in more or less a static pose for the most part. Yeah. But they react, you know, to things you're they'll saying. They'll get angry, and, sad, happy, and they'll yeah. they'll blush and all that shit. So they went to all these different cartoonists. So they got R. Stevens of Diesel Sweeties to <laughs> what do the Galaga. character... To do Galaga. <laughs> he gets credited in the credits for he is he's as for the illustrator of
0: Galaga. All it is is an 8-bit <laughs> it's a pixel, sprite from it's a pixel sprite it's from so the good. game. It's so and good. all Galaga does is like yell at people. So good. And it's 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 fucking and, yeah, they got, um, Is
1: Galaga can you date Galaga? Yes. Okay, because I know he's one of the students. I was talking to someone who's like apparently like she her playthrough, she was um, Romeo and it Julie, Romeo Romeo <laughs> Juliet and the spaceship was Juliet. <laughs> it sounds like so fucking all this but no yeah, i only played it's... i only played
0: long enough the other day just to find out when i essentially opened up all the students to yeah. to, to, to to start dating and that's when i realized oh, this is a dating sim i thought yeah. it was gonna be some kind of like more like a high school simulator no, thing, but it sp- is a
1: straight up specifically dating sim,
0: dating sim. Yeah. that's why i'm actually kind oh my god of what i'm
1: almost more excited about is that um it was created using this um uh Visual this HTML5 based visual novel engine that these folks uh, who are connected uh, to Johnny Wander... It's not Twine. Um, no, oh no, okay. uh, it's it's like this isn't Twine that isn't isn't that one of those engines though? Well, Twine not, is not not, a, not, maybe,
0: not maybe specifically HTML5, but I know that's a visual novel engine, right? It,
1: but it's a very different. It's a, that is an interactive fiction engine. It's not a visual novel engine. Oh, you there's a difference between visuals. the two. Well, interactive fiction is usually entirely. Text base. Oh god,
0: now I'm burpy. Now my eyes are watery too. These truffles are <laughs> fucking us up. <laughs>
1: Whereas oh. a visual novel bill is visual. So there are visual elements. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Listen to your <laughs> adjectives. <laughs> asshole. Anyway, so uh, I'm just excited because right now for visual novels or dating sims, there is an existing engine called Renpy that's free okay. and you can use. But I, I I, tried to download it and it just wasn't clicking for me. So I'm hoping that Date date Naito is what this is called. <laughs> and I'm excited about the possibilities of it.
0: But in Namco, hi. So I guess uh, there's some... Non- Non Namco characters in the game. They're there are supposed lots to be of home transfers...
1: characters.
0: I wish I haven't read home Oh, this is the. the, the I guess Andrew this is created, is created by the creative
1: director. Yeah, of
0: this and, game. but no, but they, they, so they've brought in characters and people from other video games and video game companies. Like supposedly yeah. one of the transfer students is Reggie from Nintendo. Reggie, fill <laughs> me. I'm gonna fuck that Reggie. <laughs> Tat that ass. It was funny because I saw his character design is essentially the me version of Reggie. Was is it really an option, or was it just a? Joke? Supposedly, he shows up in the game. That's I don't hilarious. know, like in what capacity. He may just be in the background. I don't yeah. know if you could actually talk to him. But
1: I mean, it's kind of brilliant, dude. Yeah, and, yeah. So I
0: guess it just came out this week. I don't know, if, like. Uh, <laughs> It's all free, but <laughs> there's well, there's a crazy merchandise store. And well, stuff you in can there too. either
1: buy, you can play a demo online for free, or you can buy the deluxe version that has all the characters, including some homestead characters you can't get otherwise. Oh, Or really? you can individually buy characters you want to romance. It's kind of a clever structure. Can
0: you unlock all the characters for free if you just work hard enough? I don't is it think like so. a free to play thing? No. I think oh,
1: it's... I didn't realize that.
0: Yeah. Oh, this game seems cool enough. This this game is putting money into the pockets of so many cool comic yeah. creators, yeah. and just even aside from the comic creators, the guys in charge of the game, like Corey Kissoni and those guys, mm-hmm. are cool enough that like yeah. these are cool people working within within the yeah. games industry. You should be supporting because Absolutely. they have. And this is an interesting idea. I could see yeah. for not individual romance novel dating stuff.
1: I can see why you might pass on it. That's such a weird but... idea. I have to yeah. support it just for existing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You
1: know, it's yeah. like when you get those people in a room together and ask them to work on a thing, I'm going and to. And I would love to see it.
0: more companies do stupid shit like yeah. this. Maybe
1: not necessarily well, specifically like this, but this is a great like, piece of stupid marketing. I would kill for a LucasArts visual. <laughs> like, like this sort of thing. I totally. Oh, man. Do. Is it. Isn't
0: Dark Souls published by Namco? It is. (laughs) So they gotta have like a. Oh my god! And Dark Souls has nothing but like the bosses are like wolves with knives in their mouths (laughs) and shit. Oh my god! You can have such crazy. I want to be the Dark Souls. cartoonist guy.
1: I'm just saying oh I want to be fucked until, what is it called in, in Dark Souls where you uh you, you're you not a human, you're hollowed. Hollowed, yeah. I want to be fucked till I'm hollowed. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's a great um, shirt. We should, design, we should submit that t- tonight. <laughs> fuck till I'm fuck hollowed.
0: Fuck me hollowed. <laughs> <laughs> the back is just kindle my butt. Because anyway. you have to kindle fireplace.
1: In other news. Fuck me hollowed. <laughs> My, oh my wife God. is adorable. My wife uh, was trying to figure out what to give me for Christmas, and we had canceled our PlayStation Four pre-order because we couldn't. Because um, you guys are it. sucker
0: MCs. Because we
1: couldn't afford it.
0: And you uh, that uh, name of today's podcast? Fuck, fuck me all. all
1: it should be. <laughs> um. So we. Uh, we canceled our ps4 yeah. pre-order but my you know we were talking about what to get for christmas and she didn't really know what to get what
0: me. they get for christmas when there's two game consoles out dude i know you guys are
1: broke we were talking about a hundred dollar limit for both of us that was our when plan. you combine them and you're like we have enough for half a playstation 4 think of me think of me annie on christmas day with one present in the tree where I know where it is yeah. How, imagine that scenario, Bill. So wait, okay. So you guys did get. Let made. me finish my okay. fucking story. <laughs> it. So she went to my folks, and she went to her folks, and she got some money together, and they oh, all went okay. in on the PS4 with me. But the thing is, is that by the time she wrangled all the cats and figured out how we were gonna do it, the PS4 was sold out. Everywhere, everywhere. She called ten different stores, could not find it in stock. Was anymore.
0: she looking at Amazon? Because I know both the Xbox and the PlayStation Four have been c- floating randomly in and out of stock. This is yeah. true. She
1: did. I mean, it, she. This is over the course of about forty-eight hours. She was trying to. find Was she planning
0: to me. give this to you on Christmas or yes. whenever it showed up? Yes,
1: it was going to be a Christmas. Well, you're going to explain to me what happened. I'm, I'm going to tell away. you the story, Bill. <laughs> for Christ's sake. So she tells me, she's like, "Oh, Annie, I feel so bad. I'm trying really hard to get you. I tried all over the place to get you a PlayStation Four. It's not stock." Anywhere online or off I called 10 different stores And I'm sorry that we're probably going to have to get it for you After Christmas And of course this is like a fucking challenge to me now So I I look online and sure enough It's sold out everywhere And then I call 15 different stores (laughs) Looking for a PS4 because no one is doing me any favors by looking at inventory at other place or anything like yeah, that. Exactly, they're just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's to be fair, it's Christmas shopping time, and they're getting me off.
0: Amazon it. just just even yesterday they they made the last announcement of we we've got a a, a small batch of PlayStation fours in stock. This is the last batch we're gonna have until Christmas. Yeah. So even even Amazon was like, this is it. If you guys want a PlayStation 4 out, you got to get it. Yeah. And that this was just like yeah, it's a so very temporary thing. Yeah. I,
1: the fifteenth store I called was the GameStop down in the Pearl or down in the Pioneer Marketplace downtown. Oh Pearl. really? So I called every GameStop because I knew the first one told me, you know, every GameStop in town got three PlayStation 4s this morning, and we've sold through ours. They went, they sold through in about an hour. So I called all the different GameStops, called the one downtown. And I'll st- start by saying that we don't... My wife hates driving downtown. I hate getting downtown. Getting downtown is not a fun experience in general. Yeah. And I don't like that GameStop on top of that. And uh, I call and this guy... And I go, hey, you know, I know it's a slim chance, but do you have any PlayStation 4 in stocks? This dude's response is, i may." And I'm like, what? oh. And hypothetically, and I'm like, okay, I'm playing along. Like, if you were to have one in stock, could I place a hole over the phone or purchase it over the phone and come pick it up? And he goes, no, if I had one, it'd be whoever came, walked in the doors next. And I'm like, and, oh, and what I'm a like, fucking dick. Fuck this, this is guy. a
0: personification of why people don't want to go to exactly. GameStop Exactly.
1: And uh, so, and I go, well, you know what, dude? Here's the thing. I know you probably get this all the time from people who are just trying to hail you by getting on the phone, but I just want you to tell me right now, is it worth it for me to schlep downtown, pay for parking, go into your fucking bullshit store? I didn't say those things. Those were inside thoughts. But yeah. This. Is and the uh, and you he had just though. go, and I'm like, can you just tell me flat out, we do or do not? Because I know from calling all the other GameStops in town that people only got three in the morning. And he just goes. I may. I'm like fuck you, dude. I'm like you may suck on my cock and choke on it. I just hung up on him. I felt. I'm always on the side of the retailer on. No, this this is
0: this is actively dickish behavior. Yeah.
1: So I found a Google group that was um, PS4 stock availability. All this Google group did did was it would email whenever the PS4 was in stock anywhere online. Mm So, the first seven emails I got, I missed them, even though I was only like five minutes off. Like, I missed whatever stock. And also, most of them were bundles and shit that I didn't want. I didn't want to spend $700. And finally, I was at work, and the thing bings up, and Best Buy had them in stock. Just the base bundle for three ninety nine. dollars Yeah. And I hopped on, and I got one. And I called my wife immediately. I'm like, Folly, you got me a PlayStation 4. Thank you so much! <laughs> <laughs> So she's such a bench. So
0: did you get like in-store
1: pickup? Uh, no. Oh no, it wasn't even for in-store pickup. It wasn't in stock anywhere. They were shipping it straight from the distribution center. No, okay. So I shipped it to work and I got it. And uh, I think I got it on... A couple of days ago. And my plan was that well, I was going to make that, her. I saw you tweeting photos. of like, here we are at the PlayStation 4. It's not even wrapped or anything. It's like yeah. so sitting here. Well, I can got we it. wait until Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Well, the plan was. I mean, I, fe- I bought it, dude. I mean, it's not like it was going to surprise me. Oh, but, I, know, um, I know.
2: I know. I know. But
1: uh, the plan was that I was going to have fully wrap it. And I was going to be into the tree. and I was going to be able to open it on Christmas Day and have a toy to play with on Christmas because that's important to me. But I just couldn't. I couldn't. Couldn't wait. I, my my sh- brain has been in such a shitty space lately. I'm like, I need to play with this dumb shit toy. Aww. It's fun to play with the PlayStation 4. I gotta say, I like the streaming stuff. It's been fun to stream with Boy Hattie listeners and shit. And yeah, you've
0: actually had bigger crowd than I've ever had while streaming stuff. It's
1: been a lot of fun. Yeah. But so it was funny. Foley was like, "What if someone gets into the chat room? Because there's no um, booting or blocking functions or anything like that." I've
0: seen that be a problem with other people where, yeah, you, it, there's no way. Yeah, you, there's th- th- at least from if you're uh, streaming directly from PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. d- there's absolutely no way to mod anything. Well, I wonder I don't even know if you go even if even if you're streaming from the website. I'm not quite sure what mod tools are Well, see, that right. was,
1: I was wondering, I was wondering if I had, like, my laptop open nearby, if yeah. I could block someone using there. But what's funny is that I told Fla, I'm like, oh, come on, think of the people that I know. No one's gonna come into my stream and start just shouting yeah, you bullshit. Yeah, had a couple weirdos already, That yeah. bill pops in, he's like, Pringles! <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: if you take the dot eyes and the mustache... It's funny that uh, me showing up as the, as the moment where you're like, oh, man, I wish you had some mod tools. <laughs> no, it was
1: just funny, because I'm like, no one just come in and just start shouting garbage. <laughs> like, the, like, literally, I just said that. You just wanted really like, you were just saying some things were just like Pringles. <laughs> hey, guys. What's this? I know you were just goofing, but it was funny. Well, no, there was one guy last night. one think, guy. Yeah, who was, was like, like, what is this? What is this? Is this good?
0: What, what game? is this? Yeah.
1: The one person who clearly English wasn't their first language, yeah. and they were like, how do controlling like <laughs> yeah. games, and I'm like, because it's even all know f- what it's people means. watching from all the world, so you have exactly, no idea who's yeah.
0: tuning in or from where or what. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: interesting, but I really did like I really did like having like you in the stream and Sid in the stream. And yeah, James it was in like in a little stream. mini boy howdy get together. It was really on, on, on the stuff. Well,
0: also if you wanted to do like add a uh, uh, video component, you could get the PlayStation 4 camera and yeah. if you like if you wanted to actually like make a little more. The only thing that sucks is supposedly Twitch rolled out an update for all of its services this week, mm-hmm. which. People are trying to figure out if this is intentional or not, but it seems to have added almost a minute of delay across the board for all of its services. Huh. From meaning, whatever lag there already was between, uh, whenever like you like whenever something happens in your video, or between uh, when people post a comment to your video. Uh-huh. Th- this is added up to an extra minute of lag on top of that cuz yeah. like yeah you were last night we were really surprised cuz we were mentioning in the, in in the in the uh in the stream how much lag there was mm-hmm. cuz like you would uh, like any one of us would type a comment to you and mm-hmm. it would literally take a minute or two for it to actually show up huh. so yeah cuz so, some of us were asking like oh what are you doing here or something like that and like yeah. you would be like a cutscene scene and a half later like doing something <laughs> else completely different when yeah. when the actual comment would show up hmm. so hopefully they can fix that hopefully that's not some kind of intentional porking of, I, can't I don't know I, why. I, some people were wondering if it was intentional. I don't know why you would think it was intentional. I mean, here's the thing: knows. I can only
1: see it would be intentional if there was some sort of censorship system. Like, unless, unless can, they have
0: a paid service where it's like last yeah, lag or something maybe. like that. You never know. But
1: I don't know. I think I, the, my vibe is that they're a tiny company that's gotten very yeah, big very well, quickly, especially with hard. all
0: the console streaming and stuff that's yeah. going on. And it's only the PlayStation 4 doing that. The Xbox is supposed to enable its console streaming stuff sometime in the next month or two, mm-hmm. and that's going to make that shit even. Oh, it's going to be fucking crazy. So they yeah. have to, like, plump up their staff or do something yeah. soon. Bless Get their more hearts. servers. Yeah. Uh, like, increase moderation tools. Like, yeah, yeah they're going to have to grow as a company if they're going to be serious about, like, providing the service to yeah. literally tens of millions of uh, new console owners on top of the that's tens of millions nuts. of PC owners they already have. It's really But it's
1: cool. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's super fun. So when
0: are you going to do your either 24-hour marathon of Assassin's Creed... <laughs> Or your speed run.
1: Yeah, Bill was telling me that because I will admit I have I have been a streamer now three times or four times, but (laughs) I've a veteran streamer. Yeah, I've yet to watch anyone stream to any real degree and uh, beyond just like popping in, popping out. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, Bill tells me that like it's all 24 hour gaming sessions with like maybe a viewer. So yeah, I I just
0: spent the last two weeks uh just shipping out literally hundreds of Bayou tapestry Doctor Who prints that became super popular online. And so, yeah, two weeks full of nothing, like 12-hour days of just rolling up posters in the tubes and getting them ready to ship out into the mail. And so uh, the easiest thing to do was just fire up the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because I was using my hands the whole yeah. time because I was, like, wrapping stuff up. It was easy just to... I When I first bought the Xbox, I bought it on a whim. And mm-hmm. It was a real guilty pleasure. I was like, I already had the PlayStation 4, but mm-hmm. the Xbox is here. I have a couple bucks. I should pick it up. Not to say that buying the xbox one on a whim justified the 500 bucks i spent on it but i used that's pretty much all i used for the last two weeks yeah while streaming stuff because you know like well aside from twitch stuff you know it it has netflix and youtube and all that other stuff like every other uh uh, electronic device has these days in terms of like entertainment streaming entertainment stuff but seriously the fact that i can control all that media with my voice was actually kind of nice yeah um it kind of sucks because not everything can be controlled with your voice like blu-rays once you start up a blu-ray like you there's absolutely no voice control you have to pick up a control to navigate the menus and stuff but like yeah twitch being able to jump in and out of streams and choose stuff just like on a whim Just say Xbox yeah. like I'm in the middle of like wrapping something up and my hands are busy Just say Xbox uh, go back you know search for Dark Souls or something yeah. like that but yeah on Twitch <laughs> by virtue of spending two weeks watching nothing but Twitch yeah Yeah, it, it, Twitch is nothing but speed runs 24 hour <laughs> marathons yeah when Annie showed up here right before we started recording I was watching uh, <laughs> someone doing a 24 hour marathon of Majora's Mask where a guy was dressed like Link <laughs> Um, just sitting
1: on his couch looking yeah, bored like, it's, just, it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's really
0: cute but kind of ridiculous and yeah I don't know which is, is ridiculous I don't but, know if
1: I need the camera component because who needs to see me sitting in my pajamas with my cat Yeah, unless you're going to do some
0: kind of funny like, yeah. like, gags and stuff like that yeah but at least it's a nice option to have, at least on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. You know.
1: And it's, it's, I, I'm enjoying that Twitch stuff. I mean, obviously there's some games where I won't, wouldn't want to do that. Like, um, like something like. Last of Us. Last of Us I would never stream or yeah. like. Well, if, you,
0: if, 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 they port a Last of Us to the PlayStation 4, you're already dressed like Ellie anyway. So it's already kind of cosplay while you're playing. There we go. I got t-shirts and jeans and sneakers Problem
1: on. solved. Also,
0: Foley's reading porn next to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's not how that works. Um so the oh, I love the PS4. She's not a porn reader in the family. Uh Assassin's she's not Creed. No. Really? Dude, she uh she uh worked at a sex shop for 2 years, 3 years. Porn holds no pleasure are we, talking, pleasures pl- are we for we're her. talking about
0: prose porn or picture porn?
1: Any sort of pornography holds really? no. Pleasure I didn't really. For you were the
0: porn hound in you, the family. When you Well, I
1: mean, she just has no interest in consuming any sort of pornography.
0: Two days before Christmas, and I found out Annie's a porn hound. <laughs>
1: That's right. Though. Oh my god. That's right. Uh, uh, I the I've been playing uh, the what I've been playing on my assassin or my uh, PS4 is the DLC for uh, Assassin's Creed. I they uh, PS3 has the thing where you can upgrade to the PS4 version for ten bucks. I had ten bucks from way longer Oh, that's ago. how you got that
0: copy. I was going to ask you if you bought a whole new thing. I forgot about the upgrade. Thing, yeah, you know. so I
1: upgraded my copy, and then I tried the Aveline DLC, and I went ahead and bought uh, uh, Freedom's Cry. The Aveline DLC is very cute. It's about 45 minutes, but it's a good amount of fun. That's the
0: one part of Assassin's Creed 4 I've actually really played. It was just that hour's worth of Aveline DLC. You know,
1: It was interesting, because you're playing Aveline, and you meet this woman named Patience, and uh, it was cool to play a game where it was two women of color... Go, you know, fucking around on adventure. It was kind of great digging so, stuff out of their hoo-haws. Yeah, that was weird. There was one part where pa- the the, the guffin in question is this Crystal, and the, this guy um, is trying to get it from Patience. And Patience, like the animation is so strange. She leans down, spreads her legs, and reaches like she pulls it in. is questionable I do if,
0: if anyone does an interview with this assassin Creed 4 yeah. something you have to go especially in the minute this thing reflects,
1: like you're freeing slaves and stuff and I know it in. was really very strange I'm that was one moment that was like this moment has justified streaming because it was not just me and my <laughs> wife on the sofa but, yeah but it was like five people watching my stream all was going what
0: what the hell just happened? <laughs> well, the funny thing is a lot of people watching the stream, a lot of, most of us don't have PlayStation 4s yet, so people yeah. are asking, like, what is this? What are you yeah. doing? It was How much was this? Was Is it worth? So it's it's, it's funny, especially with the next-gen console streaming stuff, it kind of lets people vicariously live through other yeah. people and yeah. get a taste of like what these games are like.
1: Well, it really makes sense in, like, a um, world without, where they're, like, they're maybe there are less demos, or that, you, know? you know, who wants, do I want to spend 20 minutes downloading this 30-gig demo or do I just want to watch someone?
0: Man, I was really blown away because you are playing the, the free Freedom's Cry DLC, which is mm-hmm. different from the, you're playing. It's a, a similar thing in that you're freeing slaves and stuff. But you're playing as a uh, as a as a guy instead of Aveline.
1: Freedom Cry but is Interesting. The weather.
0: Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't actually. That's one of the best things because you were like, uh, you were killing a bunch of guys in the middle of a rainstorm. Yeah, that was the most next gen thing I've seen in a video game yeah. yet, and that was and that was coming from your stream. And I was like, "That's actually really impressive."
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was really gorgeous. Freedom's Cry is kind of fascinating because um, the tone of it is so different from. Um, assassin's creed 4 in it even though you are playing as adwale who's um edward second excuse me edward quarter oh he is in the main game yes
0: yeah. oh, okay yeah he's Edward's I thought was a complete like side story okay yeah. does adele or wait adeline what's her name Aveline. Uh, does she show up in the assassin's she creed is
1: younger than uh she she's like living like what 40 years before the events of black flag Maybe thirty years. She's younger. It's like an earlier period of time. None of that means anything. No, she does not appear. Okay. She is. She is of uh, uh, exists in the same period of time as Connor. So is that older or younger? She is. She well that liberation. would make her older because that's that's like a generation. Oh, that's wider. right. Because yeah. Edward is. Uh, oh yeah, Connor's
0: is, is, the, is the main guy from Assassin's Creed for the grandfather yeah. of main guy from Assassin's Creed Three. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Anyway,
1: so um, no, Eveline does not appear in it. Uh, but uh, she. Uh... And Freedom Cry is interesting because the tone of it is so different the, whereas in Black Flag you're just kind of a pirate and during oh, you're doing all these piratey things. It seems a little and, like
0: levity like it's a little more off the cuff kind yeah. of having fun.
1: Well and even beyond that like you're a pirate and Edward ha- is not a terribly moral man yeah. and over the course of the game he struggle. he is not an assassin He and he struggles with whether he identifies more with the Templars or the Assassins. Which I thought actually really interesting. It is only once he experiences true loss and suffering that he realizes that he can't be a selfish man anymore, and he turns to the assassin. Did you
0: hear the rumor about the next generation Assassin's Creed? Like, what's the rumor about what's going to happen with Assassin's Creed next year? That there's going to be two Assassin's Creed games—one specifically for the 360 and PlayStation 3 an entirely separate game for the next-gen consoles. And also, Ubisoft is supposedly thinking about taking a, uh, a year off from Assassin's Creed after yeah, that, they should. and then rebooting the whole series somehow. Huh. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, you were talking, yeah.
1: So whereas the main game is very lighthearted and the piracy scene, all that is kind of goofy, this is very Freedom Cry is interesting. It's very subtly different. Adwale, even though he's a he's all doing piracy stuff. Uh, during the course of uh, Black Flag with you as Edward. In this, he is he is a true assassin. Mm-hmm. His allegiance is a shift. He's not a Does pirate. the main guy, th- does your character in Assassin's Creed 4 know that he's also an assassin too? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So and you are a freed slave, so your experience is very different from Edward's. No shit. Yeah. And the way you fight is much more brutal. Mm-hmm. Like his um he yeah, his... I saw you
0: like chopping guys' heads off. Yeah, and he shit fights like with that. the machete, like...
1: which was a um Aveline had in liberation, but yeah his... yeah, the same thing yeah, like Aveline just like fucking... his. Fist butchers fist, people. His unarmed, just bare bare hands brawling is actually incredibly. When you strong. start his DLC,
0: aren't you? Aren't you? uh You have no weapons, right? Because I saw you. Yeah, you were just punching guys to death. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's incredibly powerful, and they really make you inclined to use it. And eventually, you get a gun, but instead of getting a pistol, you get a blunderbuss. I mean, it's a it's a shoddy Yeah. So it's like the feel of the gameplay is very very different, much more brutal and visceral. Um, or I should say brute-ish. Like you, it's not. Whereas um, Edward was very lithe and elegant in the way that and athletic in the way that a lot of Assassin's Creed games are. Yeah, you are this like you, you're a Hulk and brute. Which and you're I like because if you're if you're, you're it's if you're a black person freeing slaves, I want to be able to just fucking fuck them up. And see that's away. so that's the other tonal difference. You are a freed slave freeing other slaves. Yeah. So eventually you get a boat and you're able to sail the seas and you are able technically to be a pirate, but it was interesting. I did it just out of instinct because it was just, you know, I'm in playing, I played a lot of Assassin's Creed four and you know, you see a boat, it looks like a promising target. You go for it. And it was weird. It, would, it felt wrong. Do you free slave a, ships? And that becomes... you can free slave ships. Yeah, absolutely. Do it become a currency?
0: Cause there wasn't, there something you guys were talking about that like fl- slaves are currency in, in, in freedom cry. <laughs> it's
1: wild. Calling it currency currency is... <laughs> but don't really they it, isn't it? It's uh, basically a point system or a leveling system. Which is so, kind of... That a little bit. Oh, so they don't pick well, the your
0: slaves or anything like that. No. Just the more slaves you free, that, like... Exactly.
1: And it makes sense. Like, you get, like, a bonus the, or something like that. In terms of the logic of the game, there's a network That's of slaves. Right. Oh, uh, slaves are essentially
0: collectibles at that point, then. Not currency, but, like... I found it's, all the gold genies. You are you're
1: strengthening. In Banja Kazui, you're strengthening your forces. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because like you're freeing, you're freeing both um, the maroon freedom fighters from the area, and you're also just they're like pikmen. This is Pikmin for yeah. black people, not for starring black people. I'm done talking about it, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, you've done it. <laughs> Even turn all enthusiasm that I, I have around talking about. I'm just I have trying one last keep thing things to say. Lively. The other way that um, the tone is very different is no. they made a very conscious choice in changing the music. I noticed the, you were sailing last night and it was actually kind of like chipper and kind of like it's n- chipper it's like triumphant and yeah um, not but, bombastic but it's also kind of
0: mixed with like like kind of tribal like hey, uh, like kind of music
1: no but no, i'm just i'm not what what mean. It, yeah, but it's, it's like, like, like that spiritual kind of like fucking exactly. yes
0: uh paul simon shit mixed with like you're sailing it's a little more like I
1: don't know, it yeah. feels much more like an action revengey and i only thing. know this from watching you on twitch too because yeah, i, I know, haven't played crazy. it yet but yeah but uh, no it feels like it, it feels like a movie that's like a about um, like a, being a freedom fighter, like yeah. it's a, like that kind of almost jingoistic, but like in that way of like you know like um, anthem sort of music. Exactly. And yeah. um, as a, and that's why I think one of the reasons why the piracy aspect feel like going for a ship and attacking it feels totally wrong if it's in, like this triumphant like fighting for the rights of man as opposed to just like, like Pirates around. of the Caribbean
0: meets Amistad. <laughs>
1: It's but it's very. I I'm getting I'm getting my ten. Bucks uh,
0: it. All I'm saying is uh, they should the subtitle for this DLC could have been "Let freedom ring their necks."
1: You do feel very motivated, feel those. I was gonna motives.
0: type that in the Twitch stream last night, but then I lost my connection.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you were choking people out, and I was like, I was. also like by the
0: time that would have gone through, it would have been five minutes later, and you're yeah. like, you like, why, what? What, <laughs> what are you talking about, Bill?
1: Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm, I've been doing... Pretty much, I think, my policy is going to be if I'm on the PS4, I'll stream. Because why the fuck not? No, i not, so yeah. So, my Twitch TV name is Spinuti. So, feel free to follow me.
0: Follow no Annie. Fun. I started doing that last night. And then that's how I found out the hard way that uh, when you follow somebody on Twitch, they'll send you an email the moment they ever start broadcasting, even by accident. And so, <laughs> oh, the first really? thing when I woke up in bed this morning was yeah. a, an email. Like, literally, I woke up in bed. Like... <laughs> yeah. And my iPad was like, dang, motherfucker, Andy's streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, really? Okay. And I, fired, and I in bed. <laughs> That's the other thing, because, like, it was, I was in bed uh-huh. watching you on the iPad stream. Yeah. And then I got up, put on pants, and then I was watching you on my Xbox. <laughs> you playing Assassin's Creed on your PlayStation 4 yeah. that you had bought with a $10 upgrade from PlayStation 3.
1: It's <laughs> like, technology's fucking weird. 2013.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm lending Annie my copy of a Call of Duty so yeah. she can play. So she can kind of, like, gosh. have more to play. Well, I also guess Foley something more to play too.
1: Yeah, uh, did you play I she much? Has no interest in playing Ghosts.
0: Did you not play? Uh, did you guys not actually end up playing much of it on the PlayStation Three after all?
1: Uh, I had a friend who loaned it to me on three sixty. Oh, okay. And uh, I we didn't have a chance for it. Maybe she'll really dig that. the space, the gravity part. Well, see, that was my thing. I'm like, Shooting I, in space. I told Foley, I'm like, one of the first thing, one of the first people you meet in the game is a female astronaut. And she's like. Tell me more. So, well, we'll at least play the single player. I won't touch the freaking multiplayer with a ten foot pole. Oh
0: man, I played. So, uh, uh I kind of fucked myself up last night. Because speaking, of you twitching, mm-hmm. um, friend of the boy, friend of the bo- uh, boy, howdy podcast, uh, Grumpy Turtle, mm-hmm. gifted me a copy of the Stanley Parable. Oh, did he? Uh, last night and yeah. um. I started playing that, and I played it for about 45 minutes, and then I saw your streaming last night for the first time, and I was Uh like, okay, well, look, I'll jump out of this, assuming that it would auto-save. Uh-oh. Turns out it doesn't auto-save. I think Stanley Parable is the kind of game that's, like, I think it's short enough that you should be able to, Mm -hmm. it encourages you to play through in one sitting, because I don't think it's very long, but, like, there's Mm -hmm. all these choices you can make in the game that will give you different endings, but I didn't realize that. So I'm going to have to go back and replay that for the first 45 minutes again. Oh, bless your heart. But, like, it's so decision-heavy, mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed out because if I go back and replay it again for the first time, yeah, like, it's not really, like, when I have different, it's not going to be on the same
1: course that I had chosen. Absolutely. Well, to be honest bummer. with you, that's one of the things about Long Live the Queen is that you start from the same place and with the same interaction every time. Yeah. So, and yet, and from the same, like, mood level. Yeah. So what Foley and I do... And you can die pretty abruptly. So we have all these saves <laughs> from various points and all these branching paths where you can just hop in and make a different choice or make eight different choices or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about Stanley Parable being out for Mac. They just released it for Mac this week.
0: The funny thing is, uh, uh, a couple days ago, the, the Steam holiday sale started, and one of the first games for sale was Stanley Parable. And I've heard mm-hmm. everyone flipping out about this game enough. I was like, oh, shit, maybe this, this this also means that they have a Mac version out. And there was no Mac version. So yeah. in, the, like, the three days since the uh, sale first started, and last night when uh, Grumpy Turtle gifted the game to me, they must have just updated with the... With the the Mac version. Although, uh, everyone also says the demo of Stanley Parable, you should play that too. Yeah. That is still only Windows only, weirdly enough. And it's a different executable. It's a different file. It's not part of the main game. Yeah. So maybe... uh, Yeah,
1: Fork Parker, the fictional CFO of Devolver Digital, said that the Stanley Parable demo is his game of the year. Oh yeah, that was a very complicated sentence. Do you know, <laughs> do you know, have you heard anything about the Stanley Parable or anything? All I I, know, I, I don't that, know much because people were telling me at least play. You should know anything about it. That's so exactly I can't talk about I it heard, much So right I don't want to know anything because I'll embarrass myself. It's, play it's it today. actually kind
0: of simple. If you you'll fire it up, you'll be like, oh, it's this kind of game. You'll it's yeah, we'll talk. But about it, it sounds later, like yeah.
1: even from the vague things I've heard around it, it sounds like my kind of game. only only like, only, only for like that. ten bucks. You, you do have Steam though, right? I bought it. I bought it a while ago, even though it was out on PC. There was a day where it was like a crazy sale for like a dollar ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'll just buy it And when I get a PC, I know I want to play this So Well, I, especially I uh, if it, we get
0: Steam boxes and stuff too Like
1: on the horizon Yeah, Steam box Maybe that's what I'll get <laughs> for my birthday <laughs> uh, In other gaming news This week, uh, my wife and I Also played through all the Saints Row 4 DLC so far
0: Did you type Saints Row 4 Freedom Cry? I
1: don't remember doing <laughs> that So I, I thought you did that's it as a joke other, No, you did that But uh, so we played through all the Saints Row 4 DLC, (laughs) Enter the Dominatrix, and how that came out. Christmas. Oh yeah, Enter the Dominatrix came out a couple weeks. ago.
0: And no one even said anything about it. Is it that good? All I heard
1: about it was that. uh, So it is pretty much what is like what could be salvaged of what they were. Yeah, exactly.
0: I would imagine it's kind of like. Yeah. fucked up. So,
1: as I'm sure we've mentioned in the past, uh, Saints Row 4 was originally just DLC for Saints Row 3 called Into the Dominatrix. Yeah,
0: which is why Saints Row 4 is essentially the same city. Yeah. Can, it feels like DLC. Jason like, yeah. Rubin,
1: the then president of THQ, said, there's so much going on here, just make a new game. And I don't think he was wrong. Yeah. Like, all the superhero stuff totally changed the nature of Saints Row. It is a whole new game. I, I agree with that decision. They, let's put this through.
0: They put like a year and a half worth of development into that game. Yes. Yeah, it feels so
1: like a... They yeah. t- Took all of the like story stuff that they had been working on for uh, the this DLC and put it, it released it Into as this or DLC. DLC. Yeah. So it's what is kind of cute is the framing device for it is that so it's, is it like what is what is the I'm dominatrix? Yeah, about to tell you, Billy. This is the
0: problem with interactive fiction with Bill is that Bill talks <laughs> back. <laughs>
1: Anyway, yeah. No, uh, what's really cute is that the way it's presented is that it's... The saints are telling you about this deleted mission. So it's all these interviews where they're talking about it. And, like, you know... And then, like, there's this one character who's, um... He's, like wait, I got cut from the game? Like, oh, yeah, you're not in the game. It's like, what are you talking That's about? That's actually pretty funny. It's yeah. very cute. That's, it's a very yeah. cute framing device. And all the cut scenes, they never got around to rendering them, obviously. So the way they get around that in-game is it's either storyboards, or in one case, it's literally like two dudes holding models in front of a <laughs> matte painting. Is it actually like
0: production storyboards, or does it look like a specifically drawn as, it's kind of like fake storyboards? Oh, I
1: like... believe
0: either, actually. Okay,
1: yeah, I, I would. And uh, the reason why I really... It
0: seems like Volition is 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 cost conscious enough. I could see this. Fuck, we'll just put the actual words in there. Uh, yeah, whatever. The yeah. Uh,
1: the, um, the reason why, what finally got me into playing it was that uh, Anthony Birch... Had said, and Ashley Birch both had said that it was their favorite ending of any DLC ever. The ending is kind of batshit, even for Saints Row Sanders. I won't say what. It's not. Yeah, but
0: uh, the ending of the of the Dominatrix. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: Yeah, the Dominatrix is. Oh, then you can play that using the the homies. You actually can't. You can't summon any homies in these missions, because they can use them in the Saints Save Christmas. Uh, I didn't what try. What's the point of living if you can't have <laughs> Well this DLC the homies are your the characters you interact with. And the, the Saints Christ- did you play Saints Row? I did. La- I'm about to get to that. Okay. Saint Save Christmas is actually one of my favorite pieces of DLC. I got to play that. It's really good. Oh. I'm going to say Into um, the Dominatrix is very missable. It is. It's cute and it has a lot of in jokes. How if much you is like it? um uh I, I can't remember bullshit. It's got lots of, in jokes, if you like a, a Saint's Row, but it's very skippable. How the Saints Save Christmas is required reading. I don't even know what is, all I, know, like
0: I said, all I heard about it was when the title got leaked last summer. Yeah. And I was like, I will buy that.
1: It is <laughs> really great. It is really fun. Highly recommended. You meet future Shondi. <laughs> so now you've officially met, you have met past, but she's an entirely present. different, she like, is, yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. It's two thumbs up. Highly recommended oh How the Saints God. Save Christmas. Oh, I totally forgot that like Ashley Birds, This is the one-year
0: anniversary of her her boyfriend dying. Yeah, yeah, because she was on Twitter yesterday saying, "Hey guys, I, I could use a picker-upper," and I was like, huh? Oh. "I was like, oh shit," and I looked back and I was like, "Oh shit, this is yeah, like like this weekend is like I feel oh, no, 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 no. oh she's doing okay. Yeah. Speaking about depression and stuff and you holidays and never stuff like get that. Without. Imagine having like like." Yeah. Anyway, that's that's neither here or there. But.
1: I have been lucky enough that I have not f- experienced personal loss like that, but many, especially people like during the holidays, have... and that's
0: always going to be tied with for that holiday with you.
1: I'm fully lost a friend, very tragically and very abruptly, and it is something that she will carry with her for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. So God bless anybody who goes through that. Uh,
0: I've I've had the, I've had similar feelings when they take away the Cadbury mm-hmm. Easter bags uh-huh. after Christ- after Easter.
1: Well joked, Bill. Do they not Bill. have Easter? Did they? I'm surprised the Cadbury company doesn't have like.
0: I guess you can't have tree eggs.
1: <laughs> tell me about what video games you were playing this week.
0: Oh man, I played like, I played forty-five minutes of the Stanley Parable last night. Yeah, that, it's almost like it's it almost uh, feels like uh, the Monty Python guys made a video game. Yeah, because it's like it's got this British narrator and it's just very cute. Uh, but yeah, I need to actually play more of it to the end just to have a better, a better opinion about that game. But the forty-five minutes I played was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, played uh, Guacamelee because a uh, new PlayStation Plus sale came down and mm-hmm. one of the games was a uh, Guacamelee cross by between PlayStation 3 and uh, the Vita for four mm-hmm. bucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which, uh, technically, I got free because when I first bought the PlayStation 4, you should have this, too. You get a card that gives you... You actually get a card. It's $10 free credit for PSN, PlayStation Network. Uh, a voucher for like the the Sony's free music, or uh, I guess it's a paid music service. So it's like mm-hmm. a month like of, of, of time for that paid that music service and something else. And so yeah, no, so so I, I essentially just got got Guacamele for free. And it was funny because like the day after I bought it for the uh, the Vita they announced that the is came to the playstation 4 i was like son of a bitch well is it a cross-buy
1: that's that's why i forgot about this yeah. cross-buy shit so yeah. like i just bought it for playstation 4 for free because yep. sony loves me have you tried My Sony Mama? I love you so much. Have you tried using the Vita either as a controller or to stream I keep, stuff? I'll probably from your do it this weekend. PS4? Yeah,
0: I haven't had. Like I said, I just got done with shipping stuff just like yeah. a day or two ago. Yeah. And so since That's the first thing in I really the last to two days, right I really just kind of wanted this thing where I haven't played video games in a while. I need yeah. to go back and play video games. Yeah. And so like I bought uh, Guacamole. Played it for like 20 minutes. That's very cute. Everyone's already talked about Guacamole, but it's your Luchador back from back from the dead trying to save your girlfriend. Um animal crossing i got back in animal crossing because i stopped playing a couple days before halloween Mm -hmm. but i'm like i gotta get that shit figured out before
1: christmas (laughs) santa's coming to my animal crossing town Uh i can't abandon everybody does santa actually come to animal crossing no
0: they don't call it christmas either because it'd be kind of weird to mention christ in any capacity even if it's the name of the holiday in a world where your neighbors are talking animals
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of like yeah. Like, I don't know Bill I've seen a lot of Bible related stories Talking animals <laughs> That's this a good point saying. Actually but In the animal crossing world
0: Would Jesus even be human Could he have been Like a fish Or something like that Like nailed uh, to a cross would
1: be weird If you're like Trying to make people Fishers of men While being a fish Technically Bill He's the lamb of God Oh there you go Boom. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I'm
0: trying to uh, uh, play through two months of Animal Crossing in three days. Bless your
1: heart. Um, Oh, last
0: night I did all the Halloween stuff. I got uh, completed my... uh, There's two different sets of Halloween furniture. You can get the spooky set and the the creepy set. I got all that stuff. Nice. What you have to do, you have to put on Halloween masks that you can buy and scare your neighbors into giving you candy that you (laughs) then give to Jack... Uh-huh. Who's like this pumpkin head guy? It's almost like something that I remember for Christmas, and he gives you give him the candy that you've scared off of your villagers, yeah, and give him the candy, and he gives you furniture. And I got oh. I got complete both Halloween sets in a single evening, and uh, now for uh, the November shit, which I'm a month behind on, you have to collect a whole bunch of like mushrooms and fish and food ingredients mm-hmm. to give to a turkey on Thanksgiving Day, so he can make food to feed everyone in town. Mm -hmm. But you have to collect like two dozen different like kinds of mushrooms that start cropping up in town and all Mm -hmm. kind of like you have to find like wheat and flour and sugar and stuff. I'm like how the hell where the hell does that come from? So I gotta figure all that stuff out. (laughs) And then no in Christmas Christmas I think Christmas in Animal Crossing is Toy Day. Okay. And what happens on Toy Day is I think think a reindeer named jingle shows up okay and gives you a sack of stuff that you're supposed to drop off at people's houses
1: the way the saints or dlc does the reindeer is so good i'm sorry is it a reindeer pony cart you'll see
0: oh god i can't even begin to imagine uh, so yeah, I'm playing playing Animal Crossing.
1: Oh, real quick. Speaking of pony cars in Into the Dominatrix, they do bring back Zamos. Zamos. Oh, really? And his pony car. Oh, that's one thing that's missing. That you go to the sex club and there's the 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 dom or whatever I can remember. Is it in the is. same and mansion? Uh, I can't remember. I don't think so. But I can't remember. So I still dreams about dude, that sex mansion. The, so it's this dude in a gimp mask sitting on this throne. And it's totally the throne of swords from Game of Thrones. Except it's made out of the the penetrators. <laughs> amazing i'm not surprised uh, that's the oh, only one part of it and I'm not um, sure so anyway i'm sorry please continue no, what else? did uh, you heard? play so you played
0: nes remix yeah nes remix is something that nintendo just uh dropped without warning this week it's man it's 15 so it's kind of pricey but all they did was they chopped up like a dozen uh old 8-bit nintendo games kind most of them are pretty chintzy you got mario and zelda in there but most of them kind of like the chintzy early 8-bit nintendo games which mm-hmm. no one likes but what they did they chopped up these games and kind of it's almost like warrior wear yeah where they chopped them up, up in little bits and you have to like jump over three barrels in donkey kong or do this or do that And uh, as you complete these little challenges, you unlock extra little stages, and sometimes, like, stages get mixed together. And I think something happens where you can actually play as different characters from different games in different game environments.
1: Oh, that's cute. Like,
0: I think there's a part where you can actually play Donkey Kong where you're Link from The Legend of Zelda. Oh, that's cute. And I haven't unlocked that stuff yet, but that's kind of cute. A little yeah. fun distraction. I've uh, been playing that, and... Uh, man, is that it? I think that's been more or less it. I've actually spent more time watching you play Assassin's Creed than <laughs> I've actually played anything else other than the Nano Crossing yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, the only stuff I watched this week... Oh, well, because I was wrapping up presents and stuff like that. Well, not wrapping up... Why well, I was wrapping up presents and stuff this week. But I was wrapping up p- uh, posters to ship. I was watching... Oh, man, Mary Poppins came out on Blu-ray this week.
1: Did yeah. I talk about this? You, you, was this last week? You talked about it. You talked about last week. Oh, no.
0: Willy Wonka. Amazon had Willy Wonka* like, 40th anniversary box set for $20. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I gotta get some Willy Wonka because Willy is the shit. It is comes with, with this? With, yeah. So, the Willy Wonka box set. I'm not even talking about the movie. But it Kinda, comes with, like, a pencil case that she
1: has like, oh, a it's Wonka a pencil bar. pencil case. That's With cute.
0: scented eraser. Man, cho- it's it's that nasty ass <laughs> chocolate-scented s- smell. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, but it also comes with like uh, uh, scented pencils. One of them's like snozberry, blueberry, and stuff. Uh, it comes with a book about the making of Willy Wonka. It comes with all this crazy shit. Uh, but yeah, Willy- watching Willy Wonka and Mary Poppins back to back—that's some fucked up shit. Because <laughs> they're both kind of the same yeah. character. They're like these yeah. mischievous. Yeah. Fucking up kids, yep. kind of teaching parents yeah.
1: lessons, Yep. kind of morality assholes for kids. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's kind of. I want, I want them to date.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, Willy Wonka looks good on Blu-ray and stuff like that. And you know, it. Mary Poppins. It, it speaks to how how much of a boner I got from Mary Poppins again. That a week later, I'm still like,
2: that table. Julia Anderson. Deal Uh,
0: unfortunately, I did not masturbate to Gene uh, Wilder in HD. <laughs> No <laughs> matter how hard you tried, <laughs> you can see each one of his crystal clear hair
1: pubes sticking out of his head and in perfect clarity.
0: Um,
1: well, you had a way better movie experience this, than I did this week because the only movie that I watched this week was The To Do List. Uh, we had the some Amazon the Credit. List? You don't know because you're not a girl. You did not watch
0: Silver Lining's Playbook, you did not rent Fast and the Furious 6.
1: No, Bill. <laughs> I'm nope. giving you the nope. choice cut! and you're uh-huh. of them in favor of Bill. There are a lot... I still haven't seen the new Hungriest movie. I still haven't seen Gravity. I, there are a lot of movies that I need to catch up on. but I I'm, am
0: I'm the person saying, Andy, you should go see Frozen. What you're doing... <laughs> Is while you're checking out Ride, getting in your cough drops, uh-huh. you're, you you see in the little bit the the, the bin of DVDs next to the checkout stand. Uh-huh,
1: I see Frozen Land. <laughs> it's with a Frozen Land DVD. You're like, this is close enough. And then you're disappointed when you get no, home. We watched the to do list because we were just like I said, we've been having a bad brain lately, and yeah. I was like, well, let's watch something really goofy and, and dumb. So this is a, a teen sex comedy. Huh? It's a sort of movie that can only exist. It's kind of like Pitch Perfect. Technically, Friday
0: the Thirteenth is a teen sex comedy until the killing starts
1: uh it's a movie like pitch perfect that can only exist post bridesmaids oh yeah? bridesmaids made that kind of humor that was for women but it, like women can like weird humor pitch too. Perfect, the one with all the barfing yes pitch perfect <laughs> has weird barfing in it so um to-do list is kind of interesting because it's that same kind of vein of weird sort of gross out comedies uh, for young people, but it's um, geared towards women, mm-hmm. and so it's it's strange because it's a pseudo-feminist shitty teen sex comedy, but it's got a great cast. It's got the protagonist is Aubrey Plaza, and uh, her best friend is Alia Shaw Cat, and I can't remember the last wow. name. Did they make It's out? got uh, Bill Hader. Can I be it's got, uh What's his name? Clark Gregson. It's got. I mean, it's got Wait, a, Clark.
0: Ah, uh, from uh, the Avengers movies. Yeah. He's what's his He's face? a West yeah. Wing guy to me. But uh, well, it's he's got, playing the same character essentially, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, it's got a really great cast. And it's really bad. <laughs> it's very, very bad. It's very bad. Uh, but it was free, so I can't complain too much. Oh, that's
0: not too bad. Okay, nope. you're going to have to pay money nope. for it. Guys,
1: don't watch the to-do list, no matter how much you love Aubrey Plaza. So, in other news, we I have in my hand a Christmas card uh, sent to us from uh, this new Monica. Monica, to whom I still have not sent your copy of Six-Gun, because I'm a beast. I'm bring, bringing all those to Bill next week, because Bill does I... A home mailing station. A
0: friend of ours lent me all of the Six Gun, and I was like, "Is it just better that I just give away these copies do of the Six Gun that will lent to me
1: of the first volume?" You do not. You oh, that's right, because you're friends with like Charlie, the editor.
0: Charlie was the editor. Of Sixth How Gun, you know you, you owe copies. Monica a guided tour of the <laughs> Six Gun factory now. <laughs> All right. What I have learned from the six gun, though, or from Willy Wonka, if she falls, if she sees all the six gun where they're made, she can't, she can't suddenly decide I want to eat all the guns because then she'll fall in the gun river and turn into a gun. (laughs) This
1: is 100 true. Uh, Monica's card is a picture of Christ walking in, and Mary or someone like Mary turns and says, "Jesus Christ, close the door! What were you born in a bar?" <laughs> okay, that is a, a, good joke. B, what oh. makes me even happier is the comma usage. Because it's, where were you born, comma, in a barn? That's adorable. <laughs> oh, man! So, Dad, inside, thank you, Monica. You're fantastic. You Monica. Monica says, Bill and Annie, season's greetings. Thanks for the hours of entertainment. Hope your Christmases are full of presents, games, and Swiss colony petits fours. Oh,
0: yeah, those should be arriving any day. home oh, I'm kind of bummed they didn't show up here before the podcast.
1: That's okay. So I do have more. I ordered- Dude, do you know how much garbage I ate this week? No. Everyone in my office made candy and other Oh, cookies. that's what You had an office party. Oh, my Christ. Even beyond that, like, I ate just yesterday during a 45 minute meeting. We were eating, we were talking at this big table that had five different plates of different homemade cookies in them. I ate eight cookies <laughs> during this 45 minute meeting and that was just oh that meeting I'm working on my Santa Claus physique in time for the holidays
0: oh man on Tumblr someone uh, someone had posted uh, recipes for I don't it's like gourmet cookie recipes of course that would be a big thing for christmas but i forgot yeah. that i didn't realize that would be a big thing and i didn't realize there were some parts of tumblr where like sharing recipes is actually kind of a big thing too oh yeah and uh food
1: blur i'm sure it's called like fit blur or some kind of
0: shit like that yeah they they, they like i saw some recipes for like uh like chocolate peanut butter buckeye brownie cookies Ooh. one recipe i was like oh man that looks so good well it was it was chocolate chip peanut butter cup cookie sandwiches. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there I looked up the recipe and the recipe is make chocolate chip cookies. Sandwich them between No. You take Reese's cups, sandwich them between chocolate chip cookies you just made. Congratulations, you just made a chocolate chip Reese's <laughs> but that that's not a recipe. That's like being lazy, just like what happens when I take this Reese's cup? <laughs> just add, well, okay okay like what what if i just take a big bag of R- R- hershey's kisses sh- ra- take all the foil off and just dump them into a thing of peanut butter like a whole thing of jif and just call that my my jif my jif dip my jif G- yeah my jif dip my bucket of jif dip that is keeping the fridge for the next six months dipping that's not a recipe that is just you got weird Oh, yeah, you should wait for our boy. How is, is that our holiday recipe this, <laughs> this year? Jif Dip? dip. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, one and all. Take a two pound bag of Hershey's <laughs> Kisses, take the foil out, dump them in a thing of Jeff peanut butter. Apologies to anybody from Australia, to, to which this <laughs> sounds horrifying.
1: 20s. Any of the peanut allergy <laughs> haters who may be listening. Jif Dip. Man, I gotta write oh. that down. Jif <laughs> oh. Dip.
0: Jif Dip.
1: You gotta say it, GF, GF. Oh, did you
0: hear that supposedly Duck Dynasty is racist? Or something, <laughs> he hates that. gays. I am
1: shocked. I, I can't read his it? comments. My favorite one was like, I don't know why anyone would want to put their dick in an anus instead of a vagina. <laughs> I was with him at that point. Then he's like, well, it's a sin, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, he's not wrong. I'm just saying, they're a proud tradition of heterosexual dudes kind who are of really, really enthusiastic about sticking their dick I in I kind of back for that guy, because he is kind
0: of set up. Because when you decide that your your TV show is going to be starring a bunch of rednecks from Louisiana who don't have teeth, you know, you're just waiting for the moment they say something that that show is going to have to be taken off the air. Because you think they're going to have the most progressive views in the
1: world? Not that I say I agree with the guy, but man, what did you think the end of the show was going to be? See, I was foolish enough that I discovered this by clicking on uh, Twitter trending tags. Yeah. Because I'm like, who the fuck is this Phil Robertson guy or whatever his name is? So I'm like, who's that? So I clicked it. And then I just saw all these people who were like, he just declared war on Christianity. Well, did you see? This is like, he said fucked up shit in the past, too. This is not like the first.
0: Like, he's yeah. talking about black people who were happy before oh, welfare. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so it's just like, you know what? Like, how did you not get taken? Like, just like, uh,
0: whatever. Yeah. Anyway.
1: People be crazy. And with that, friends, we're going to take a little break and come back with the Geek Week in Ruby.
0: How'd you like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island? How'd you like to spend a holiday away across the sea? Hey, Lee, you gotta cut my hair? That's my addition for The Walking Dead Season 3. Are you, are you recording? That's my impression of, uh, what's her name from Uncharted? Or not, <laughs> Walking Dead. That is not a very good voice
1: <laughs> actor. Stop. Stop stop are you really talking shit about Elena or Claudia Black Bill I'm
0: done have I lost my mind are you joking
1: I'm talking about Clementine from The you Walking you said Uncharted Dead. and then you said that's not every good answer at which director. point
0: oh well, I screwed up at which point does any girl in,
1: in Uncharted say Lee can you cut my hair so Something I forgot to mention an hour <laughs> ago. Hey, everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. Nate, I'm Annie. will you shave my pubes? <laughs> oh, this is the last Boy Hattie Podcast. I'm no, Annie. That's, that that's what happens when
0: hey, when, everybody. when Sully hits, ni- when he takes his nitrous, he gets really weird about his pubes in front of Nathan Drake. <laughs>
1: I want to talk about Uncharted with you. I think it's too too Will personal. Will you put the talcum hey on my it's bottom for the Geek Week you I- oh. Hey, did you know that in this last week Peter O'Toole passed away? Oh, I forgot.
0: Uh, what's her name? Doesn't she listen to a podcast sometime?
1: Amy oh, Hedding. so yeah. That oh, I was like, I was, was looking through my Twitter
0: private messages, which I never do, and I found the messages that she sent to both of you and I saying, oh, did "Hey
1: guys." Send one to you too. Yeah, Amy Hendricks. I'm like,
0: <laughs> this is like six months ago. I'm sure she stopped <laughs> listening long since then. I was like, I thought, I thought maybe you were still pulling my leg about the fact that you got a private message no, from her no, saying, man. Hi guys, I love the podcast." I'm like,
1: uh. yep. Hey, yeah, fuck you. So, um, uh, so Peter O'Toole did pass away. So I encourage you all to listen, to watch the actually Christmas movie, Lion of Winter. That I mentioned yeah, well you, ta- you talked about like that three days before he died. Yeah. So my favorite part of this whole Peter O'Toole, everyone being sentimental about Peter O'Toole, was actually a story that Justin McElroy shared on Twitter. Sorry. Which was, <laughs> uh, that he was in uh, Julius Caesar and at some point, uh, as Caesar, and at some point you know he has passed a message and he reads the message and he never bothered to learn that dialogue because it was on the scroll yeah so he's just supposed to read it off the scroll Yeah, and so one of the you know the kid who passed him the scroll to fuck with him gave him a blank scroll and Peter O'Toole looks at it looks at him and just goes my eyes are tired read it to me (laughs) (laughs) and passes it back Damn. It's amazing. Uh, did bar. you did
0: you ever see the YouTube video if it's Richard Harris and Peter Atul from t- the year 2000? Like, no. they, they go to a rugby match. What? No. And they're like knocking each other in the dirt and stuff? Oh, it's <laughs> one of the best things. It's two <laughs> old English guys just being like, Oi, we love rugby. <laughs> and this is just a year or two before Richard Harris died. Yeah. And oh, they were super goddamn cute together. And so that's well, that's one of the links I saw being passed around quite a bit in the last week or Aww. two, too um Peter... but What's
1: your favorite Peter O'Toole? Uh, uh, well, did you hear how he died?
0: He died of embarrassment of having a porn star name for real. <laughs> that's very
1: funny, Bill.
0: That that I that no, that's
1: not an answer to my question. What's your favorite Peter O'Toole role? I did like
0: that. That was always uh, who's the guy who made hairspray and stuff? John Waters. Uh-huh. He always he was he loved telling jokes about Peter O'Toole because like Peter O'Toole like like his fucking name <laughs> like <I> not <didn't> even even <laughs> tell jokes but like I've he, John Waters has written books where he's talked about Peter O'Toole. I just love Peter O'Toole because of his fucking name. How do you get away with that? Make a an actor named Peter O'Toole and no one even comments on how ridiculous <laughs> their names. Peter O'Toole. as <laughs> we call, like, Dick-O-Ballsack or something, yeah. Um, well,
1: there's your pet name.
0: I like Peter O'Toole. It's funny because I was freaking out about Lawrence Arabia not too long ago. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Um... He and his womanly face.
1: He got a weird face. Does have a striking face? Not a bad face. Well, this is why it's so interesting that really, when I think of Peter O'Toole, I think of Lawrence of Arabia and I think of Lion in Winter, and they are two very disparate. He, he was Lady Gaga of the theater set. <laughs> in his meat dress.
0: <laughs> um, well, I, I, he's, he's pr- so he's probably drinking in hell with uh, Oliver Reed and Richard Harris. Mm-hmm. Man, those man, I want to go back in time and hang out with those guys. <laughs>
1: I don't know if my liver could take it. <laughs> they would they, they would not
0: want to hang out with me, so I'd have no, They
1: to... would not want to hang out with me, except in a very intimate context. From I would those have those to put on best. a
0: glamour where I look like a busty redhead. Like,
1: hello, <laughs> gents.
0: And then I would have to have... Se- I would gangbang Peter O'Toole, Oliver Reed, <laughs> okay, and Richard stop. Harris.
1: Stop right there. No,
0: what else? But, uh, Peter O'Toole, um, he was in the... What's the movie about the Emperor of China? the last emperor mm. that was a big thing when i was a kid i saw him and like there was like peter O'Toole, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. but i didn't have too much experience with peter O'Toole growing up. like i said i tried to watch launch arabia once when i was i was in middle school and i was like what the fuck is this shit now that i watched it again i was like i'm glad i could actually appreciate his biggest role yeah like a month before he died yeah and oh did you also see the clip of him showing up in the david letterman show like 20 years ago no where he rode out on a camel
1: like, no. right, this is
0: like 1991. Wow. When he was like 70 as opposed that's to 93 impressive. when he just died. Yeah. Yeah, he's just on the haunted camel and gets dismounts off the camel and everything like that. Live goddamn camel. That's
1: amazing. Yeah, oh,
0: that's Tool. so good. Uh, he didn't give a shit about us, so fuck Peter Tool.
1: <laughs> uh, he didn't send us any direct messages. Yeah, goddammit.
0: So.
1: Disney's 2018 CGI painterly Paperman influenced movie, Moana, about a poly- Polynesian girl on a sea journey to. 2,000 years ago.
0: I I didn't get a chance to go back and flesh out the show notes this week.
1: Being directed by John Musker and Ron Clements. I didn't even know those guys were still at Disney.
0: I thought they were uh, murdered homicided by Disney. (laughs) Did Weren't those the guys who thought, hey, guys, you know what's a good idea? Walk. Treasure
1: Planet. <laughs> Treasure Planet.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> I think that was the last Disney thing they, they did. How have jobs at Disney? i was surprised Disney Well, they even... did... They were the directors of The Lion King, right? Or were did they do that, the Little I think Mermaid? They were, they
0: were Little Mermaid and Aladdin. Okay. Which yeah. that's still... Yeah, I guess that's enough to, like... If, if,
1: if, and if, also, how long has it been since Treasure Planet? I'm gonna point that out.
0: Yeah, it took
1: them what twelve years to get out of that hole.
0: Oh my, has it hasn't been that long. I
1: think so, I T- Treasure Planet. I remember that was back in live journal days, and this, bro.
0: And this sounds like it has a boat in it, like Treasure Planet. This could be <laughs> therefore. This could be Treasure Planet for girls. Dear Lord. Um. So yeah, no. So uh, yeah. All we know about it, it's called Moana. Uh, yeah, it's about poly, uh, Polynesian girl two thousand years ago. Just vaguely it's sea journey. No one—they're yeah. not saying anything more about it. The interesting thing is, the announcement came out with a bunch of.
1: It's just a, it should—it flew around Tumblr.
0: What was being passed around as concept art from the movie, which it took Claire Hummel. Friend, of, not friend of the podcast, because we like her. But she, again, <laughs> you think Claire Helmels aren't gonna listen to our podcast? Hey, she wants no. for me.
1: I paid her to draw me uh, Bonnie McFarland. So basically, oh, did our best you? friends. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I do that in Rose City.
0: Uh, Claire Helms a fantastic artist for Microsoft Studios. She designed the lutest twins from for Bioshock mm-hmm. Infinite. Also designed, uh, did a lot of costume work, design for that game too, mm-hmm. character design. She's man, one they're of my soap. favorite artists.
1: Yeah, me too, man. Uh, but she's.
0: It took her pointing out that, like, no, actually, all the shit that's being passed, uh, uh, being passed off as concept art for this. Movie. This is a clip art. You, people found on YouTube. Yeah, and this, someone's
1: like, or no, this is like uh, this is like stuff stolen from Deviant Art.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. You know, and like even the title of it. She even pointed out like the 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 the, the title uh, the title screen of the movie yeah, the that's been tree, passed around. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. obviously somebody just sketched that real quick and like Paint Shop Pro. It's like, like a, a really cheap it's a stock font. Yeah, and the stock <laughs> font. She's like, the information about the movie is legitimate. But yeah. any if you see any imagery about this movie online yeah. right now, it's bullshit. Like yeah. <laughs> Um, so I thought that was kind of funny, but hey, um, did they? Oh, I guess it is CGI. Yeah, and supposedly they're using the technology from Paperman to kind of make it look like trying to bridge the the hand uh, hand drawn with the CGI. I'm in favor of it, which is good because man, I was hanging out with Dylan yesterday, and she was in a bad mood, and we got to talking about Frozen, and she went off for like two hours about how much she hates female character designs in CGI kids movies these days. Yeah, because they all share the same goddamn. Yeah. body and face of so the heart-shaped yeah. face and um and i i started going off about this because last week somebody had posted on tumblr an animated gif showing uh the progression of a scene from frozen where uh so yeah. some lady character she's wearing a crown she picks it up off her head gets angry smashes the crown down on the ground yeah and in the original um storyboards and animated animatics it's really expressive how she gets yeah. really angry and she kind of snarls and like lifts yeah. this crown up off her head. And in yeah. the finished film, it's the girl just kind of plucking the, the crown off and kind of flinging it. And yeah. she kind of makes kind of a sad face. Yeah. But by, because of the limitations with the character model, she can't snarl. She can't like yeah. make the, the facial features you would give a, a female animated character in hand-drawn animation. Yeah. And so, yeah, Dylan was this close to posting this big photo essay of all this, like, how all these stock female characters, from everything from Pixar to DreamWorks to all these other movies, the exact, they're essentially the exact same character yeah. with different hair and clothes on. Yeah. And she said, she she decided not to post at the last minute because she didn't want to start any kind of big kerfuffles online. But, like, she was right, and I felt bad. You know, like... Yeah. I should have hijacked her computer and posted it. All,
1: uh, <laughs> Cause she had it all redpinned. Does she not want to have a wave of Tumblr notes? Yeah, yeah, she she was uh she
0: she like I I helped her for half an hour like assemble like screenshots of all the characters yeah. from the right perspective so they all looked exactly the same yeah. and everything. And I was like, oh
1: man, what. In other news, Jiggles is slash will be slash could have been Sandman. <laughs> there have been
0: so many attempts to make Sandman. You can, just, you can assume it's never going to happen, but yeah, Jiggles. Yeah, Joseph
1: Gordon-Lovett is going to produce the Sandman movie. That's all that he said. He's producing yeah, he's going to play all the
0: Endless. <laughs> he's skinny enough.
1: Man, you could not, even by having Joseph Gordon-Lovett involved, you still can't get me interested in Sandman. To be fair, what? Sandman starts off quote-unquote slow. Oh. Man, no, it ta- starts off...
0: Terribly. So many people. And I'm assuming love and that's respect. what the movie's gonna have to be about if they if, if they ah. tell the linear story of Sandman. Well, there's
1: nothing that requires them. So too. it's gonna be all murder homicide. I'm a and big shit. person where if I'm going to partake of any sort of media, I want to start from the start and, uh, and see it all grow holistically. Yeah. And enough people like I grew up of a generation where every girl that I know is like, you gotta read Sandman in Breathless Tones. So I've tried to read Sandman the couple times, and yeah, It opens with this most unlikable, unreadable sequence. The I've artwork ever is terrible. Uh, even even, if, even before it gets
0: to the big cafe murder scene that turned you off permanently from Sandman, the artwork leading up to that is terrible it gets it, the funny thing is right after that scene that turned you off where everyone dies inside the, yeah. the diner that's actually when things really start to get better no I know but that really is that. that's it the was hump just... right there and that hump bounced you Whoa. right out of that comic
1: and also to be fair I do have a low tolerance for gothy stuff really It gets do. well that's kind of the funny
0: thing is because the main character is all kind of gothy and, and, and kind of no one can understand me it kind of becomes the whole point of the comic that yeah. he can't get out of his own ass and everyone else is like what the fuck's your problem yeah. like for, for for comics that's so renowned for like, like the ultimate like, goth Comic. It is kind of like, get off your ass, go out and enjoy life and, you know, yeah. be a part of society uh, kind of story. But yeah, no, Stan Man's still one of my favorite comics of all time. It's, it's, as a whole, it's fantastic. Even if like the beginning is like, oh, it's like a camera movie. <laughs> of course, what, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> But then it turns into Casablanca. Okay, well, I'm sold. Imagine that motion picture. Uh In other
1: news, the Stumptown Comics Fest is dead. Long live the Stumptown Comics Fest.
0: Yeah, me and Mike Russell killed it.
1: So this is a long tradition of Bill killing uh, things by his involvement. Bill, let's go through the litany of things that you've murdered.
0: Nintendo Power, GamePro, Electronic Gaming Monthly... I'm sure I need to go back and see what else I've murdered. Yeah. So there's probably another company t- I've worked for.
1: That's four things where Bill has contributed an illustration to its last gasp. Yeah,
0: and I did, uh, me and Mike Russell, we designed the Stumptown Comics Fest poster last year.
1: Yep. And we killed it. <laughs> so few people showed up. It's our fault. So, yes, yeah, single handedly Yeah. You know, this is... It's it's sad just because, you know, like, I I remember going to Stumptown. It was a lot of fun. And Bill had a lot of fun showing there. I actually showed at Stumptown even a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, you had a table. It was a lot... Of, you know, it was always a lot of fun. But it's always a, a show that struggled with point of view and struggled with leadership. And... Uh, Struggled with fatigue. Like everyone involved was kind of fatigued emotionally. Yeah, for people show, don't know, quickly. if you're not
0: uh, local to Portland, this we, we, I'm sure we've mentioned Stumptown a whole bunch of times on the podcast before. But Stumptown is Portland, Oregon's local uh, kind of indie comics festival. Yeah,
1: it's an artist and indie comics focused. Show. Yeah,
0: and we all know a bunch of people who help run it. Uh, my second day uh, ever living in Portland, Oregon, just happened to be the day of the first Stumptown happening 10 mm-hmm, years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Stumptown has always been a big part of my D Portland DNA. Mm-hmm. And it's always a cool little festival. And I had yeah. grown from being inside this, uh, the first uh, Stumptown festival was inside this tiny little church in downtown Portland. Mm-hmm. Eventually t- grew to be- uh, take up this giant ball, like not even a ballroom, but just a big exhibition uh, room at the local Portland Convention Center. And, yeah, it has its ups and downs. Uh, it changed uh, uh, management a couple times. but many, many
1: times, to be honest. Yeah, kind of <laughs> gone back and forth. But it's, yeah, it was, it, but it was, ultimately, at the end of the day, it was our local indie comic show. Like, it was where you could go to get printed out zines and shit yeah. like that, and with pretty good, you know... Um, uh, variety and breadth of comic artists, which I always enjoyed. Yeah. So we uh, there is the Rose City Comic Con, which is only like three years old now, but it's yeah. been and especially this, a larger the, and larger presence. Yeah, they're
0: showing last summer, everyone was going, oh my God, Rose City Comic Con is so fantastic. And Rose City Comic Con is much more mainstream. That's where you yes. actually get to see. Whereas Stumptown, you have people, if they dress up at all, because it's mostly hipsters. It's not hipsters, but it's indie cartoonists and yeah. families and kind of smaller, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a smaller thing. Rose City Comic Con is where we have people dress up like Jedi Knights, and you have the the, yeah. the Stormtrooper Five Hundred First Legion. Exactly. And all
1: that stuff. Uh, uh, Stumptown was where you went to meet Jeff Smith, creator of Bone. Rose City to Stan Sakai. Yeah, or yeah. no, well, we go to meet like a cast member. Of Star Trek. I forgot that they had Jeff Smith. Yeah, they did have Jeff Smith. Man, Stumptown movie. had Jeff Smith. Had hey, Kate Beaton. We had some good guests in Stumptown, man. Craig T. Nelson. So. It was, you know, it was, uh, it's, it's sad to have some town go, but it ultimately was at its best when it was a small, um, community show. So what's exciting is that, uh, announced like very, very recently, like this weekend, they announced the, uh, Linework Northwest and, uh, Linework Northwest will be a very, very small, like 40 table max. Um, I think just one day artist and indie com- alt comic show. So that's nice. As much as I did enjoy Rose City, but it felt like a pop culture show with an artist alley on it more yeah. than it felt like a comic show to me. So um, I'm excited to have a straight up balls out uh, comics and artist centric show in
0: town. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Stumptown still exists as oh. an
1: organization, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I should say that Stumtown has been trying to re- non- reach non profit status for the fi- last couple of years. They did. And so now there's not going to be a show anymore, but they're still going to do, I think, some panels and stuff for Rose City. Yeah. And they're going to be doing education and outreach stuff. In the Indi- is... Indie
0: Comics Diversity Lounge. Waka waka waka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? I did we realized today my favorite things in comic uh, right now. What? are when Kate Beaton draws her parents <laughs> her little eyes, lines that she put underneath her mom's eyes yeah. kind of make her look oh, a little tired so good it's the- so good so, and he, I forgot uh, every holiday where Kate Beaton goes back to home yeah. is always a fucking treasure trove of comic genius of Yeah. just her for comics about her parents. It's the best. Just, you think they get redundant because she does comics like every major holiday season, Christmas, Easter, whatever, she goes into going home and like writing comics about her family. but It's, just, it's like... always
1: great. Well, it's like, you could say the same thing of Maria Bamford making jokes about her family would get old, but it yeah. never does. Speaking of, do you follow Maria Bamford on Twitter? No. So she posted the other day her entire family for Christmas got these animal suits. <laughs> so Did she get the for them? I don't I know how they got them, but she posts well, story. Yeah. Of, of her in an animal suit. And then there's this other great picture of her mom and her dad standing in the kitchen. And I think her sister's husband just standing in the kitchen in these animal <laughs> suits. It's the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, it made me laugh out loud. God damn it. The
0: burgeoning furry in me don't uh, wants to find exactly. those pictures now.
1: Yeah. Uh the return of Stray Bullets. The first four issues are free on Comixology. New issues start up again next spring, and a twelve hundred page omnibus collecting everything up to and including the first new issue will be released as well. Yeah, did you ever read Stray Bullets? I have not. Pitch it's me a... on Stray Bullets.
0: <laughs> I was stupid enough to put a Hershey's kiss in my mouth. Bill,
1: tell me about it at length. Stray Bullets. It's beautiful. Here, all well, you, 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 you chew your candy, and I'm gonna tell a sad confession. Shame on me! I have a month and a half, maybe even two months worth of comics sitting at home in a pile, waiting for me to read. I feel ashamed. You have to do something this. amazing
0: at work, so you get fired. And you <laughs> there you go. Just do nothing but spend there a month reading comics. No, Stray Bullets was a comic book that started off about 20 years ago in the mid 90s by David Latham. I think his name was won a whole bunch of uh eisners and stuff it was this black and white uh crime noir comic about this girl named virginia applejack Mm -hmm. in the summer of 1977 she witnesses someone being murdered in an alley right after a viewing of star wars Mm -hmm. and so the rest of the comic is mostly about virginia applejack and how she grows older and she gets more fucked up because as a result she saw this murder and she didn't it just kind of messes her up for the rest of her life Mm. and uh how it leads her to go off on these weird flights of fancy and her parents, I don't think she ever confesses to anyone that she saw this murder because mm-hmm. I think the murderers tried, threatened to kill her if she ever talked. Mm-hmm. So she's been living with this her whole life. And so the comic is ostensibly about her, but it also goes off in other crazy narrative branches where it like shows more about like the murderers, mm-hmm. about why they murdered the guy and stuff like that. And this is kind of like just this big woven tapestry of just death and sadness and crime and hmm. stuff
1: i do love crime comics
0: yeah i think i would be very curious to see what your opinion about this i don't know I'll if it, it, it would be a guaranteed slam dunk for you but the yeah. artwork is really nice it's kind of like paul pope without all the smoking japanese girls in, in <laughs> tiny skirts <laughs> no, why
1: bother which is not necessarily a bad thing but that's kind of paul <laughs> no, pope's thing no i'm just kidding um shit.
0: but yeah so i guess it was one of those things he did for about 10 years and then he kind of wandered away from because, as commercially lauded as the sh- as these comics were, I don't think he was making a lot of money. I think he got married and he got like invested in some of his wife's projects and stuff like that. And he just uh, Straight Bullets kind of just like just just kind of like just petered out. Uh, he yeah he announced this week that yeah he he's bringing it back. It's being pu- it was also self published too. Now mm-hmm. he's being published by Image. They're mm-hmm. coming back. They're bringing yeah bringing it back in a twelve hundred page omnibus hardback book. Wow. which I'm going to buy the shit out of that. Um, yeah, no, it's... it's. I would recommend... I would say to people to go check it out. Um, obviously, I would wait if you're going to buy any... Uh, hard copies of Stray Bullets. I would wait until that Omnibus comes out. But yeah, the first four issues are free on Comicsology right now, hmm. and that's a pretty good. That should be a pretty good taste of. Do you read any comics in Comicsology? I have, because yeah. I have in the past, but I kind of keep on forgetting it. it exists. I
1: do too, exactly. Because at the end of the day, I would rather have yeah, um, I'm kind of the a same way. Or a a trade paperback,
0: but at least if this is free. I'm going to actually yeah. give you a homework assignment of, of <laughs> go check out. Just yeah. even, you don't have to read all four if you don't want to, True. but at least check out the first two just to see what you. I'm
1: i would be be curious to
0: see what your opinion even just the artwork but yeah Yeah. virginia applejack is actually one of my favorite cartoon cartoon characters comic book characters Mm -hmm. just because she's kind of and her story was never finished too you never quite he uh, david Latham always said he was going somewhere there was a very definite shape to that story Mm -hmm. and always i was always really curious to see like what happens to virginia applejack because he's telling a story about her and i don't know if if she ends up killing herself or ends up the murderers end up tracking her down 20 years later or what but like mm-hmm. yeah no interesting psychological stuff in that comic and cool. but it is kind of sad and depressing at the same time
1: <laughs> i'm but, I'm, t- I'm there let's go for it but it' coming back I'm i'll happy. add that to my uh to my <laughs> physical pile of comics yeah. i'll add that uh, to the top man in other news packs goddamn penny arcade <laughs> PAX announced that um, they would have a diversity lounge at the Penny Arcade. Trying so hard to do the right thing. So Penny Arcade is amazing because they... I could see them trying in the most tone-deaf ways... To right the to right the wrongs. It's just... No, you know what? This
0: diversity trailer would not be a bad idea if Pax didn't already have... The, or Penny Arcade didn't have the history
1: it has. That's the thing. Because Diversity Lounge is not a bad idea. So but here's, here's, here's what happened. It was somehow leaked. This, this PR packet about the existence of the Diversity Lounge was leaked. Where basically the concept is that sort of in the way that the indie mega booth is this prominently placed yeah. uh, uh, primo location with these things that would be overlooked. Otherwise, the diversity lounge would be uh, this uh, area that would be centrally located that would have It wouldn't vendors, be on the show floor,
0: though, but it would be like right outside. It would it would be close enough. Located. Yeah, it wouldn't be yeah. hard to find. And, and, it, yeah. would, and it
1: would folk give, a, give a space to um, uh, vendors or organizations that may otherwise not be able to get yeah. into packs. Penny Arcade
0: never itself called it a safe space, even Though that's what everyone is supposed to be. It was
1: that's kind of what supposed to be in words. But and everyone was, gonna, was they were gonna of... highlight panels there that were on subjects of diversity, be it to race, gender, or what have you. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those th- and they in on the space of it, like they went they reached out to a guy who was involved in the gamer con and yeah. the gay gamer con. And uh, you know, like talk to him about it and like that was the idea. The idea was that it was gonna be try to do a healing thing. But exactly because they have their history of being not welcoming and having
0: Especially the Dick Wolves thing. The dick
1: wolves thing and then all the trans bullshit, and it just felt like a ghettoization sort of thing or yeah. like a token thing. And when you have this kind of announced safe space. In a place that is felt unsafe It just kind of emphasizes the fact That the rest of it is unsafe And the rest of it is unwelcoming And the rest of it is alienating Bless them What would you do if you were Pax? Dylan actually
0: Just off the top of her head When we were talking about it yesterday She had a very good Actually pretty For for someone just off the top of her head Pretty comprehensive of Talking about how um, you actually uh, just intermix more uh, programming about this stuff with everything else, which the Penny Arcade has kind of done in the past. Right. But you could still have that space, but just don't call it a safe space. But just don't limit uh, this 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 reach out stuff to that booth. Uh, you you also uh, make it so to you have to make the whole convention yeah. a safe space. Yeah. Uh, what you do is you have um, exhibitor not the exhibitors who, who are the the guys who fuck shit up. Wear the black shirts at if you need enforcers, help. enforcers, get yeah, enforcers. If any of them have special kind of like training and stuff like this, you them mm. like a green armband. And so, if mm-hmm. you have any problems on the show floor, like you could talk to any enforcer. But like if there's yeah. like uh, uh, enforcers who are very specifically trained or knowledgeable in any kind of like uh, in a racial, I don't know what kind of training, but but you would like you could talk to them and kind mm-hmm. of like just more comprehensive. Yeah. The only thing is Penny credit would actually have to spend money on all this stuff mm-hmm. and actually it, rather than just having a little token like little corner would actually have to go out of their way to make the whole convention safe. Yeah. And, I mean, there's no way to guarantee that an entire convention could be safe for everybody.
1: But making a conscious effort in a unified way as opposed to saying... Put up a
0: front... where We're we're not gonna... We actually say we're not gonna deal with stupid bullshit. And there are so many dipshit white straight white guys at PAX you have to yeah you might you may alienate some of those guys but that's the price you pay with but what's funny is that
1: literally the first thing that my friend Yanaman said was like well where's the where's the where's the lounge for me as a straight white guy yeah and like Like he said that as a joke, and the next tweet on my feed was a screen cap of someone saying exactly that. Exactly, yeah. It's like there's so much fucking
0: straight white entitlement at PAX. It's ridiculous. And and even aside from trying to make, I mean, to be fair, at PAX, women and minorities are in the way minority. Yeah. And so actually doing all this, this would be a huge. Uh, investment of resources just to make what is an exponentially a very tiny minority feel welcome but it's worth it because it's they're gamers mm-hmm. you should there's this shouldn't be just well just because 10 percent of the population at PAX is, is female or whatever
1: I, I don't think the, the state the the ratio is actually that low I don't know
0: that's not what I felt. You are as the a only woman. woman I've ever been seen in Seattle. <laughs> no, no, actually, no. Actually, you go to PAX. That was, there was actually. There's actually a lot, of, but I'm just saying. But in terms of like sheer proportion, uh, even at PAX, like the, the the ratio between straight white guys and if you were to combine all the the, the women and minorities together, it's 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 still pretty. It's probably like a 70 seventy thirty uh, split.
1: Uh, that was what was really surprising. Being at PAX was that even after I figured that after. All the garbage that I would feel like there would be a conscious less of a wi- woman's presence, but maybe it was like people were like me were like, Well, I can separate Penny Arcade from PAX, and yeah. Blah, no, blah, there's blah. a lot of women this year, yeah. Man, I was really surprised actually, but, but they did um, have
0: a lot of uh minority friendly, like a lot of gay, lesbian programming and stuff this they, year, yeah. which seemed to be only <laughs> like they may have only put that much on there to kind of help make up for the fact that they've had problems this year. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a big fucking mess. Um, I, I, almost, I almost kind of wonder if the 2014 isn't the year that Mike and... Who's the other guy? Uh, Mike and Larry? Just say fuck it.
1: Well, what was surprising is that, and you didn't put this on your uh, Geek Week notes, but Panericade did shutter some of their extraneous stuff over oh, really? the last couple of weeks. Yeah, like most notably, they're not going to do Panericade TV anymore. And at least not for non-Penny Arcade properties. And they closed the Penny Arcade report. Oh, yeah, I saw the Penny Arcade, and, like, no
0: one ever, uh, uh, Ben Katera never said whether or not he was fired or let go or for, like, what would happen, Mm -hmm. but, yeah, I wonder... He made some some sort of... Penny Arcade's kind of winding down a little bit.
1: He made... Ben Ben Katera did make some sort of comment on Twitter a while ago that was, like, "Uh, the reason why I'm not worried about the situation is that when I saw smoke in the plane, I had my parachute ready, like, that sort of thing.
2: Oh, yeah, okay, that sounds... uh,
1: But it's, like... Well, I mean, when you think about it, like, the Penny Arcade, they've got to be curtain to some degree. Like, they did the whole Kickstarter thing, they're not going to be able to do that again.
0: No, if they do a Kickstarter this spring, they're going to get fucking torn apart by
1: And, people. like, people they... People were
0: already grumpy a year ago, even before all this shit started. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that was, like, they did that Kickstarter because... One of the many reasons why they did it is because it was harder and harder to get ad- advertising revenues the way they're used to. Yeah, now like...
0: you're actually going to have advertisers who may actually be considering not... Not a ton of them, but there's there's going to be people out there in going to say, I don't want to advertise with Penny Arcade yeah. anymore. Yeah. And so uh, it's, yeah, it's... And those, those conventions are fucking expensive and they, they've grown those, ex- those conventions so much. Like there's a convention like every three months now because you've got the Australian convention, you've got PAX East, you've got PAX.
1: Mm-hmm. Do they have one in Europe yet? i uh, know what they've been talking about it for a while
0: i don't think that's gonna happen now like i said this i don't know this...
1: i think the i think the conventions i imagine have to be to some degree like um child's play where they they have enough legs and enough power behind them that they may be able to work even independently. supposedly mike player.
0: and jerry didn't show up at child's play this year this is the first year they didn't even show up at that
1: oh really yeah like, i not know about like, that
0: i think they had someone else hosting this year hmm. So they were like this. I mean, this is also like they've been trying to lay low for the last six months.
1: Yeah. Bluff. And this breaks right before See, Christmas. I, I have, I very consciously removed Penny Arcade from my diet after PAX. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, you know, I I read the comic and I um, I enjoyed actually Penny Arcade Report just because I liked even if when Ben Catrera sometimes annoyed me, I liked the idea of this small but thoughtful reporting yeah. on gaming and in curating the best of news. And somebody's the web. not
0: beholden to advertisers or anything like that. I really liked there's multiple reasons concept. to why to like that. Yeah. that was
1: the hardest thing actually to cut from my diet, and yeah. I, was, I was kind of like, I'm glad the Penny Arcade Report is closed because <laughs> I don't miss it. I don't feel guilty <laughs> anymore. Yeah, but uh yeah, it was weird. It was funny to um even though I haven't been engaging with Penny Arcade at all yeah. it was weird how much it hurt to read about the whole diversity lounge thing again I'm like I'm surprised I could still be these mad at these guys yeah. and just like because mostly I just feel like in a way, even though they're internet strangers, their internet strangers have been a part of my life for long enough that it's kind of like they're you part, can't help. They're such but... a
0: founding member of the internet as we know it, as far yeah. as like the kind of gamer geek kind of culture, in the
1: comics community. To yeah, in the co- exactly. Yeah, not just know? gaming stuff,
0: but comics. Like,
1: yeah, it's it's weird. It feels like a weird sort of personal betrayal in mm-hmm. a weird way, and also because Pax is so important to me. Like, I have met some really important people because of Pax. People who are fundamentally a part of my life now.
0: I got to be really weird the guy who wrote the music for gone home at pax <laughs> um be
1: nice to chris remo
0: no but so, like um, i mean but you but as a woman who your first experience with pax you got groped yeah. i mean you, you have a very personal stake in this game in terms it's, of like making pax safer it's and they weird. haven't really done that yet. yeah i mean they've made they've made overtures but like in the face of oh man i hear annie i'm gonna tell you what happened about your life Here i'm gonna comes. explain to the you yeah. but you know um <laughs> yeah I'm no, but it's it. like,
1: it's weird because. <sighs> also, PAX did, sir, even though I, I couldn't help but feel like a lot of PAX wasn't for mm-hmm. me, PAX did, like, feel. Fill a very particular part of my diet as a gamer, like meet a very particular set amount of my needs because I am kind of a mainstream gamer, and for the most part, and things like you know geek girl con and all that sort of stuff, they're not necessarily catering to the audience, the audience of me necessarily. Yeah. So I could at at least PAX was broad enough that I could find things for me there where a niche show won't necessarily do that. You got
0: to be the first person in line for the for the goddamn Last of Us. Yeah,
1: exactly. The first
0: person of like sandwich your ass down into the seat for the Last of Us fail too. So yeah, like that's, yeah. This,
1: it's sort of stuff that's important to me, and it's just like it's weird to think that that's you know I just can't I can't in good conscience interact. I guess it's anymore. it's hard to even be
0: angry at Penny Arcade as much as just like disappointed, disappointed. and exactly. not even disappointed in the way you're like intentionally like leaving me behind, but it's where like you kind of feel like everyone's outgrowing Penny Arcade. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Anyway, in other news, uh, journey in the we- journey to the west trailer. What is this, my friend? Journey
0: to the West. I had no idea that this was coming out. It's already been in China earlier this year, but it's coming out in the United States sometime next spring. Is journey to the monkey? West
1: is the next. What's it? Is it like Three Monkey?
0: Spring Monkey,
1: story of monkey.
0: No, well, it is based off of the story of the that that is from the, the story of the West, the the Chinese tale. No, story mm-hmm. of the West is the next Stephen Chow movie. Oh. Stephen Chow of Kung Fu Hustle and yeah. uh, Shaolin Soccer. I had no idea this movie even existed, and you have to watch the trailer because it is even for a Stephen Chow movie. It's like, is this real? <laughs> what the fuck? It's filled with terrible CGI. <laughs> out of his gut but it is based off of and it sounds like this may be the first in the series of movies because the, like the yeah. Journey of the West is like shitload of characters and stuff yeah. like you can make a thousand movies out of that shit but yeah I just want to make a note of that that, that the, the 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 first official western trailer has been released for that and it's just it's batshit bazonkers um,
1: so it was like this week that um, uh, in Edgar Wright's Ant-Man movie Ant-Man will be played by Paul Rudd. Had
0: you seen the Paul Rudd celery man sketch? <laughs> yes, I saw that the, for the first time this
1: weekend. Like it. <laughs> well, it's great because uh, that was what Edgar Wright tweeted, Edgar yeah. Wright just tweeted confirmed, and then a YouTube link to this. Staff- that- show it for the first time this an week. It's it's like, I think it's from Tim and Eric, the Tim and Eric okay, show. Okay, because it looks like, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just this weird thing of Paul Rudd in a strange chamber watching video of himself dancing and <laughs> well, eventually like, matching. The chamber's like Magneto or not Magneto Professor X from X-Men, yeah. but like it's him in like in an 80s suit dance. Yeah, it's no, amazing. It's, it's, Oh, Paul, but. It's actually a brilliant choice. Paul Rudd is Ant-Man, and an Edgar Wright ant movie is, is brilliant. Any
0: news on any Edgar Wright movies I always welcome absolutely. absolutely. Have you still not seen the, the.
1: I have not seen the price is right.
0: Do you want to borrow the Blu-ray? The price is right. Yes, I would actually, if you don't mind. It has all three movies in um, it. Um,
1: I uh, when we were looking at movies to rent,
0: God, let me double check to make sure I put the disc back in there, though. When
1: we were looking at movies to rent and watch the to-do list, uh, we almost watched the World's end. The world's end
0: may be my favorite. Oh, you almost got a free Pee-wee's Big Adventure <laughs> the top of You want? You want to <laughs> no, borrow Pee-wee's okay. Big Adventure? Here, no, the world's end may be his my favorite uh Edgar Wright movie. Really? Uh, because. It's kind of more sad and fucked up than his other movies. Awesome. You'll you'll see why when you watch it, but it, huh. it's 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 actually and it's kind of nice role reversal for Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost.
1: Yeah, that's where for it's sure. not the
0: exact same dynamic. And yeah. yeah, Patty Constantine, his big old mug. The girl in the movie, she's cute. She got one eye bigger than the other. She's the orange kitten of English women. <laughs> you'll
1: see when she shows up. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's got the yeah. soundtrack. Edgar Wright is an amazing filmmaker. I'm actually kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't go see it in film in theaters. Kind of, well, I was busy? Edgar Wright. I, uh, no, every time I almost saw it, I was just kind of like meh, which is dumb because it's Edgar Wright. Ed, I always enjoy myself in an Edgar and it's Wright. It's funny. Uh,
0: holistically speaking, that the end is the uh, the the world's end is probably holistically the best movie. My favorite movie I've seen all year. Like Gravity mm. is prettier, and I probably that was kind of. Mind-boggling, but the yeah. scrub was kind of crummy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like I got right, you get you get the funny stuff, you yeah. get like it's nicely shot. Oh, and everything. speaking of,
1: before we wander, oh, you real need quick. to
0: get beer. But, seriously, I know it's a stereotype. Before you watch the World's End, it's a movie about drinking beer. You should get some of get I, some fucking beer. That's actually a good movie to get drunk to. Like, oh man,
1: yeah. can you watch it and try to keep up with their pub crawl?
0: You can. You might want to just sip instead of drink a whole beer. Because <laughs> I <laughs> imagine part of it is a montage. Also the movie's only twelve can you drink twelve beers in two hours? Pro- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you should do it then.
1: Bill I am not- an <laughs> <laughs> It depends on the beer, I guess cool. I should say. Um uh the uh, gravity sh- is showing in three D at Cinema Twenty One. I haven't been to Cinema Twenty One since they remodeled. You should do it. I should totally go do that.
0: Do it this weekend.
1: I should. Uh, yes, please. And uh, the, tell me, Bill. Bill just put this these three words in a sequence that makes me curious. Potter prequel play? J.K. Rowling, because she ain't got enough money, she's like, You know what, guys? I think
0: I'm going to write a stage play about Harry Potter's life before he became a wizard. Golly. And then All she about fanned herself. Ch- Child Potter? Yeah, it's going to be a play. Huh. Everyone's like, that sounds... Like what's the story going to be about? Like this Harry? 10-year-old kid.
1: Well, I mean, they they talk about all the magic shit that would happen to him before, you know, like the magic I just hope it's do. I
0: just ho- I hope it's called Uncle Porkums. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You should write it with Brad she's Neely. Just, hire Brad Neely.
0: <laughs> yeah, Uncle totally Pork it. Stars and Magic Review. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't think they've said when that's coming out or what's going on. Because it's funny. Well,
1: she's working on the play that's about uh, what's his butt from uh, Fantastic Creatures and Where to Find Them. Oh, she is. Oh no, the movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, she's, Jay, So she's I mean,
0: doing yeah. like a spinoff movie. She's writing, mm-hmm. and she's actually writing the scripts for that stuff too. Yeah. It's not like she's So she's got. Is she still working on the Harry Potter goddamn encyclopedia?
1: Oh, I forgot about that.
0: I want that. I know you do, Bill. I want to read about and <laughs> Other yeah. stuff. Well, um, friends,
1: here we are, so close to Christmas. Oh, uh, we're not going to talk. We're not going to. Next, let's do it next week. It makes sense to do it like a, the actual like last Boy Hattie podcast of 2013.
0: Not going to talk about Christmas.
1: What do you want to talk about Christmas? Christmas is about? the best! Man, I wish I was more Christmas I know. So, so we're going to talk about our end of year, year well, stuff? Well, I'm saying let's do end of year stuff next week when it's actually the end of the year. My game of the year is
0: Fire Emblem. My, I already said it. My game of the year is Fire Emblem. Or you can just ignore my me and go for it anyway. My movie of the year though. is uh, uh, The End of the World is my pants. <laughs> the my, World's End of World. My favorite music is uh, the Busca theme song. <laughs> my favorite food was Jif uh, Dip. Yes. <laughs> no. Next week we'll uh, do like yeah we'll do yeah because
1: I don't think I can pick a game of the year but I can probably what? pick my favorite games. Um,
0: this will give us a year. Or so if we want listeners to like submit, oh yeah, the please. Facebook. Uh, Are
1: we, do you just want to do games? You know you don't do like, no, you do everything. You, oh,
0: you, you had mentioned earlier that you uh, we could do a year-end favorite stuff. Yeah, because I can general, do talk but... about my
1: favorite books of 2013. though it's one. My so other stuff. Yeah. My
0: favorite TV show Orange the no Black.
1: Stop. <laughs> this is literally what, what we're say! gonna do next
0: week. But this game other people brain food so okay so you have to watch the world end on blu-ray and then you have to go see gravity and actually if you actually do both next week that actually be oh that'd be actually fun if you actually get to do both they'll let week. me plan my own life thank you I'm just
1: sad <laughs> uh, I will watch
0: Emerald Legacy Vampire Hunters <laughs>
1: don't even know what you're talking about. The Gamera Addison. Oh, by Dance Tunes. No, I would not no, call no, that. No, no, The my... Witch Hunters. Oh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Yeah, I'll crazy watch that. About in I'll watch Lion and Winter, <laughs> the like... best movie by
0: Dead Guy in 2013. <laughs> um.
1: We gotta discuss this a week to catch up. Yeah, oh, media catch up. Yeah. Dude, I'm just saying. I have a feeling that in the depths of depression and anxiety is not the best time to go see Gravity. Oh man. So the Fox Tower right now is showing it's literally like four or five movies I want to see in one
0: sitting. They have Twelve Years a Slave, Llewellyn Davies, Inside Llewellyn Davies.
1: Oh, Wolf of Wall Street
0: came out, didn't it? Wolf. that will be coming out this Christmas. Yeah. This. We'll do some dance <laughs> I'm dancing dance. with the movie there. <sighs> yes, once crazy. Yeah. Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. I want to watch uh, 12 Years a Slave and Saving Mr. Banks back to
1: <laughs> did back. Did you see the Onion film standard review of 12 Years a Slave? No. As soon as we finish this, is it Peter K. It. it's really fantastic. Peter K. Rosenthal is my favorite film critic working today. Dear God, you guys, do yourself a favor, set yourself down. There are only like 12 videos. <laughs> Go to the Onion and watch all of Peter K. Rosenthal. he still talking reviews. about who's hot and who's not? He did that for Hunger Games. He's talking about the hot boys. He did a job review where he talks about how it's see that. all about uh, the guy sublimating his homosexual impulses <laughs> in a shark <laughs> it's amazing but uh oh, no yeah. I, i'm actually excited because for christmas eve a friend of mine um i'm uh, acquaintances with the folks who run the hollywood theater and so i got invited to their uh christmas eve potluck and uh, at the hollywood so we're all gonna all these folks are bringing all these food and we're gonna watch a screening of the grinch on it, the Hollywood, and uh, they're also showing uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which I've never seen.
0: I've never seen the whole thing. I've seen bits and pieces. But
1: I may actually bail before that. But it'll be great to watch The Grinch on, uh, you know. What
0: was my list of secret best holiday Christmas movies? It was Brazil. hmm I added Casablanca and Empire of the Sun, which actually take place in the same month, December 1941.
1: One of, is, is that a Christmas movie? No, but it does take place in December. Okay, fair enough.
0: That's the only. That's the only thing I needed to be. I think my favorite Christmas Christmas
1: movies are Desk Set. Little Women and The Lion of Winter. Gotta watch some Little Women this week. Mm-hmm.
0: You and I both. Mm-hmm. We can talk. I can come talk back with like next week. It's going review about Little Women and Toys. <laughs> <laughs> toys is the best toy! Uh, Someone uh, was friends. giving me slack last night because somebody on Twitter was like, "Who was your guys' favorite three favorite Christmas movies?" And I was like, "It's Little Women. It's Toys." Yeah. <laughs> no. Can't remember what the other one. Was. Oh, it's a Wonderful die die Life. Hard. Yeah. Fuck Die Hard. <laughs> I like Die Hard, but everyone's I know, like, I "Did you guys know uh, that die, die Hard is a Christmas movie?" And I could write, was like, oh, "I could write, I'll go
1: there Um, well friends we hope you have a very merry Christmas and if you don't celebrate Christmas uh, just send all of those seasonal thoughts towards us as we freak out
0: praise Saturnalia
1: (laughs) oh and the doctor who's gonna die this week (laughs) He's going to be replaced with Angry Doctor Who. <laughs> That's right, friends. Arr, if you know what that means, Bill Sir talking about Doctor Who, this was the Boy Hattie Podcast, or at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. BoyHattiePodcast.com is our website. You can use our contact form. Um, I'm on Twitch. It's Panoodie. I'll be fucking around over the next couple of days. Yeah, spend your Christmas break watching Annie Free the Slave. <laughs> oh, wasn't that White Christmas? <laughs> oh, Christ. No, that was... Is that in... Uh, <laughs> that, is that Holiday Inn? Holiday Inn, I think. Oh, I'm glad I didn't even go there. <laughs> All oh. right. Right, right, friends, we'll be with y'all next week in our post Christmas stupor to gibber at you about our favorite things of 2013. Do uh, holler at us on Twitter or uh, use our contact form tell us what your favorite things What's your favorite podcast? Of course, it's the Boy Hattie podcast. It's the Boy, it's the my brother, my brother. Man. what is that about? <laughs> All right, y'all, we'll talk to you next week.
0: Take care, guys. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. Now come on girl, I wanna trim your tree.